Another glorious episode. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You changed back. Yeah, you, you gotta get the guitar riff, brother. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta show them. Gotta, gotta, audibly, gotta audibly glorious bomb the entire uh, live audience. Here. God damn! I here, need, I need right more, here in the doctor's office. I need more of that glorious. Uh, I need to bask in his glory a little bit more. How yeah. about that? But Ooh. Quincy Jones, go here live from the doctor's office, and in front of me, the incomparable. Who that? The Incredible. Who that? That that the incredible. The <laughs> medical. I love that. <laughs> Doc Lesnar. You know what it is? Only one of these uh, hip hop hybrids that's in existence in this uh, thing I deep see. and dark world, and it is I. And uh, you know, in the worlds of uh, pro wrestling hip hop, Doc Lesnar, we back. World's greatest tag team, we back. With yeah, another man. Episode of the Quincy Jones Show, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna let you get to it. We got some news. Uh, I, I got a little bit of a quick uh, havoc review as well. That I'll, I'll dive into. Ah, I can't remember right. the points. I know we had. Uh, do you have the, vo- the, the votes? You beat me four to one. <laughs> who, 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 who did I lose on? Uh, let me see. You, the only one. Apollo you, and Waller. No, huh? uh, it was the neither of us won the uh, ladder match. You picked Wagner. I picked. Yeah, Mello. we picked people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we picked. We picked who they should have picked. <laughs> hey, and did Roddy show up at? Nah. Okay, so you didn't get the extra point, but you didn't nah. need it four to one. You didn't get the extra point. You, you, you didn't get the extra two points I either. Didn't, there was, I didn't get a lot of extra nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a straightforward uh, pay, but I will say this week's NXT uh, yielded some some uh, new yeah, results. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know when you said they reminded me of uh, I heard the, the Yin Yang Twins. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, let's get into the news side of things, and then of course we're gonna get into the review side of things. Uh, My I mean, game. Do we really want to get? All right, we'll start it off. WWE side of things. Uh, we're gonna start off. Uh, you know, some minor things. Uh, new NXT show possibly on the horizon. Uh, it was reported last weekend that the uh, WWE had recently trademarked the term "quote NXT Deadline." Okay, which was, I was uh, gonna ask you about that. They mm-hmm. played something about that on on this show. Oh, did they? And okay. what it was, it was like a countdown, almost like Y2J status, and mm-hmm. it was, and then when it went to one. The one turned into the the eye and deadline. It was like deadline, and it was like the number one. So I was like, "Is this a show, or is this?" I thought maybe it was a new NXT pape coming up. You know what? It's filed under Entertainment Services, so it's definitely a TV show of some sort. Um, There's no further details on the trademark. Nothing's been confirmed, but you know, is it it TV? Is it only on Peacock? Because it's already level up, and I was thinking, I was thinking that too. So it'd be the third show under the banner. But yeah, it's yeah. in my opinion, I think it's like what's that thing we we just uh is it breaking ground or whatever? Oh, we were just used, talking about it on, yeah, on uh, with, it was like ESPN, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's, it might be maybe yeah, it was breaking ground that type it? of thing. Yeah. So if they did bring that back, that would be good. But I think that was so early in its time because people weren't really that um into not want to say into, but they weren't say as invested. accepting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of, of the realities behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So then, like to put that, yeah, it was kind of cool though. 
I, I, I'm, I'm the the logo looked pretty cool. I, like I said, I thought it was like a new pay per view because it had the one in it. I thought, oh, are they going to do this instead of day one since they took day one off the uh, the schedule yeah, for next? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's and you know that's a good uh, segue because there are other pay per view changes coming in the pipe. Yeah, uh, for I WWE, heard about this. they uh, you know obviously they like you said they they did away with the second installment uh, only just a year after its uh, inception. Uh, now it seems like they're planning to not only run another UK based premium live event in mm. uh, 2023, but also look to minimize the amount of events centered solely around gimmick match types such as Hell in a Cell or TLC, which I think is good because yeah. it, it, it definitely does it, it when you do it, it cheapens the uh the visual of those matches when there's yeah. like more than one or you book and them when there's gonna be at least a men's well, and a women's blah blah blah. Like, you know Well for me it makes uh it makes the night less special. Yeah. A little because bit. whereas when you would see those uh stipulations come out due to like special circumstances mm-hmm. or maybe only a WrestleMania type of deal. That's what makes it even special, right? Cause they, they would always have a multi-man ladder match and mania, all that kind of yeah. stuff. The first money that bank, I think, thing. was at Mania, right? Yeah, that's what they're so, thinking so, about doing, too. Although, I th- I, I kind of like Money in the Bank. but I, I don't mind it because if Royal Rumble can get its own, and it's well, pretty much the same. Well, that's also on the list, too. Really? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's being talked about, which is like... It's I, such a cold setup, though. Yeah. It, it, what it is is they don't follow through on what it's really supposed to be. That's on them. Sometimes, yeah, I, I, would, I would agree that... that, mm. that yeah, because I was just going to say... We don't need a whole hell in a cell pay per view. That's more of a blood feud, final straw. This is where we got to go with it because it's one thing to have an I quit match with Jay and, and Roman, mm-hmm. but the fact that it had to be in a, in a hell in a cell. Yeah, it was a hat on a hat. Yeah, it adds to it, but it's like, it, is it going to be any more brutal than what it would have been? I mean, I don't know what they could have done with, if the cell yeah. wasn't there, aside from what they got established yeah. or done in, in that match but my bad go ahead no no yeah, you're yeah. good and it looks like they're additionally looking to bring back the king of the ring as a yes. live event on its own which would obviously crown both the king and queen uh this is per dave Meltzer. they just well. got to make those things feel special and important again because they didn't really do selena any favors xavier had the dope the yeah dope and, crown. And, and, but you know and it was really like i've been waiting for this my whole life well, <laughs> well the reason why i said they didn't do her favors because she was winning in like three minute matches you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, well, the whole the whole tournament was a little structured. Like, shout out to Xavier, quickly, like, but like he ended up losing the the crown anyways because he got hurt. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? And and uh, I can't remember who someone beat him for the crown, didn't they? Some, some uh, like he was doing that whole thing with Shinsuke and and Bugs for a little. Or no, that was Corbin no, no. That did that. Yeah, that's I was right. gonna say because if he had Bugs, he had to be faced. Bugs. Oh man, I wonder how he's doing with his rehab. Speaking of which, you, you yeah. seen you seen that uh, Corbin is back to being Bear Corbin. He's on Raw now. Yeah, and with JBL, yeah. which is weird because you would think is it. It's not happy Corbin with the money, right? No, it's still the same um, theme. It's still the same theme song. Mm. Still dresses the same when he's not wrestling. Yeah. But if you notice, he has like the the, the whole wife beater thing again. Okay. And it's like a, a B around and a C around the B. Mm. So it's like you could tell it's like it's a C for Corbin, but then when you look at the... So it's not really his NXT character, no. but his character once he... Burst out of that after. Yeah, he's still doing the money thing. Obviously, yeah. with JBL po- being there, post but... constable. Yes, Corbin. Okay, yeah, post. Gotcha. Con- yeah, gotcha. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We're almost King Corbin before he he was King Corbin. Yeah, yeah. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, uh, moving along, uh, I did want to bring up the Rock, uh, who you know he was usually uh, Mr. Dwayne, Dwayne <laughs> no, the, no, or, shout out the, the Rock. Shut up, Conan. I love when he does that mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, you know recently was talking about. Uh, possibly joining WWE on a more executive side. And he said, mm-hmm. of course, he had to plug, you know, Terramana while he did it. But he said, Nick Khan, you know, and we've talked about how, 
they kind of have their families have a storied like friendship, you know. Um, Ohana means family blood because I believe uh, <laughs> Nick Khan's sister works on Young Rock, yeah, the show, etc. And he said, you know, Nick and I have talked about that, and we always enjoy that over a bottle of Terramana. I love the wrestling business. I grew up in it. My grandfather and my dad started here in Canada. Because uh, I think he was doing uh, press runs in yeah, Canada, I always forget uh, that Canada his, for uh, Black Adam. I always forget that his father's Canadian. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not quite sure if a board seat is in my future, but possibly other things are in my future for sure. Which, With Triple H there, I could see. And, and Nick well, Khan for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Khan for sure would, would, would want that Oh, 100%. Happen. But I think it's interesting to say a uh, board seat, not so much, but other things are definitely in my future. You know what I mean? Hmm. So it makes you think like, okay, so hopefully. Probably ambassador. We, well, I'm maybe. thinking – are we definitely is that also a wink of yep wrestlemania is happening well you know? i mean i think there's been several winks because they mentioned roman reign like that a roman reigns character on young rock mm. where he was uh it was the him as a kid yeah and that's he, right and yeah. i think he even calls him either joe or, or roman yeah yeah, yeah. everybody was like what wait and he's like dude you know he, he's, he knows what he's doing and i think nikon is very aware of, of him and his worth whether it's bringing yeah. more value to it, you know what I mean? Well, I so, see. I could see that being more for the fans than it is to plant seeds of WrestleMania. Though. Yeah, but like you know? we gotta think about it. There's probably more on that time slot. There's probably it's probably about a 60-40 split of people who just know The Rock from being a wrestler, people who are actual wrestling fans that watch it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, we did just see the they're bringing the nation to domination. I'm like, oh, they're really trying to get more people who yeah, are yeah. into it to watch it. Yeah, because probably. people wouldn't even know what the hell this is. Like, yeah. they'd be like, but at the same time, I'm sure The Rock wants to be as authentic as possible too. You can't really go into his career without going through the time in the nation because that's where he. Yeah, broke of course. Out, but then, I mean? then when you were gonna need him, see him uh, beat Goldust with a shoulder breaker as weak as it was. You <laughs> well, know what I mean? Yeah, he used to be clean. Because uh, <laughs> no he, he, he used to bring it down like a power slam. He would run yeah. and just. But it was that's why I'm like, yeah. dude, you're it not would, gonna it, be able it, to don't do it. Don't get me wrong. It would look robotic, but some. You know, I remember as a kid, you're like, man, you know why? I'm remembering the way that they made him do it in, in the, the attitude game ah, that's yeah, why totally. when everything was robotic it's like doo, 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 doo. oh scoop slam yeah exactly <laughs> oh man like yeah, Shawn michaels like, always it, turned it, before he hit you with the yeah, super kick. yeah it's like the g you know you're trying to do cheat codes in gta and then you throw a, a strike it's crazy so uh but moving on a little bit we did uh unfortunately had to cover the uh loss of kevin yeah. nash's son last week and uh he has since uh gone on his uh click this podcast yeah, they, they, and uh they did an episode some, yeah yeah uh, it was uh remembering tristan I believe exactly and he was, made yeah. some comments to kind of shed some more light on exactly what happened and what was going on he says you know just so you guys know um i guess what happened was his son went into cardiac arrest while having a seizure uh oh, damn dude and uh, i guess they were both uh and he says the seizure caused a cardiac arrest he was basically dead in his room on the floor with the emt working on him and they got him back got him in the ambulance and tried to save his life so to the people at halifax hospital doctors and nurses i thank you we both had decided that we were going to stop drinking so it was a situation where we both went cold turkey i don't think either of us felt great because you stop drinking coffee for a day and you get a headache i think that we were both dealing with it but also because we're so close to the cruise lines here that uh, norovirus shit is always relevant when you look back at things it's like so he wasn't feeling good so we were kind of my wife and i were just kind of waiting on him hand and foot we knew he was trying to do this one of the things that if you webmd that if one of the things of cold turkey is that you have an increased risk of having a seizure this is my cross the bear it's alcoholism it took one of my dearest friends it took scott and now it's taking my son alcohol is such a nasty drug and it's a drug anybody out there if you haven't drank you've probably done yourself an incredible service I've spent half my life glamorizing the rock and roll, hard-charging, hard-drinking, drug-partying, wrestling world that I grew up and lived in. 
and I really need to take a step back from that and go, you're part of the problem, Nash. You glamorize the lifestyle that kills people, and you've got to stop doing that. Mm. He talks about uh, Vince Russo reached out to him and various people that reached out to him and said Russo and I talked on Twitter direct message he was very very kind that's the whole thing I apologize if I haven't gotten back to you but when you open your phone and there are 234 messages where do you start yeah absolutely uh, he's like for instance one Terry obviously Rhino he reached out to him and uh, you know thank God um, and put at the bottom this is Terry uh, you know comma rhino because it's like he didn't realize who it is it's like i got a message and it was a connecticut number obviously vince he had told him hey this is my new number if you need me i'm here mm. uh type of thing so um yeah, yeah it, no, you know. i mean it's eerie because there are not exact lineups but there is similarities between what happened with scott too when he remember he he had the hip thing and then he was in the hospital when he finally got to the hospital and then didn't he have a seizure while he was in a, in a coma I believe, or something? I believe it was a... I think he had both. I, I think he had a heart attack. Because he had a heart attack. attack and this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so, oh, man. I'm, it is very eerie, man. It's... it's And not to... Because I need to point that out. It was just when you said it, I'm like, dude, why that sounds, sounds familiar? familiar. Yeah. yeah, you know? Mm. And obviously, again, you know, Scott's been swirling around my, my drain for a long time. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want to get rid of it, you know? So... He said, uh, one of the people I reached out to, he said, when Ric Flair sent me a message and was telling me he loved me, he said, anything I could do. The thing is, when you one of the boys is not just lip service. Rick, uh, Rick reached out and said, can we talk? I said, sure. I went by the pool and I said, how did you do it with Reed? Uh, you know, because his son died of a drug yeah, and, overdose. And, and, you and know. He, it, it was just the anniversary, maybe a couple of weeks yeah. ago, too. Mm-hmm. Really, really yeah, recently. Very recent. Yeah, very recent. He says, we went over it. That's what makes this shit work. Not some therapist that is going to look at me and not be able to look past my tattooed arm and the fact that I was a mediocre wrestler. Rick gave me some really good advice. My son was autistic. My son uh, had Asperger's. My son was very highly educated, very high IQ, but my son was autistic on top of all those things. My wife and I learned so much from him because he this was always... This is Nash talking about his, his son? His son, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, because he was always exploring and investigating. I wanted to break this down, uh, uh, this whole show. He won't let me. He just, or, oh, I'm sorry. He wanted to break down this whole show, but he won't let me. He's just like, Dad, this is what we got to do. I was really looking forward to spending my golden years with my boy. I'll find ways to try and stay connected. Um, yeah, I, I heard that they had just, um, I think we, we said it last week, that they had kind of patched things up. I mean, from before, obviously we heard, the, we referenced the story before about them having that fight. Yeah, oh, yeah. But from what I was uh, reading, they had just gotten to a point where they were spending a lot of time together because he was uh, his son was working on the podcast with him. Yeah, yeah, we were, and, which I think is great. Dude. Yeah, I think that's. That, I mean, whatever way you guys can find common ground and get some time in. And the scary thing is, I saw only one picture of him. Right then, all, all these other pictures started coming out of him, like when, you know, f- different pictures he took with his dad. Yeah. Like going to different places, mm-hmm. they were like tuxes somewhere. I think maybe they were possibly going to like a movie premiere or something. Yeah, right? I think I did see that. And he had his hair long, bro. He looked just like Diesel. Yeah, yeah. I was tripping. I, bro. I, I did see one of those. Photos. I was like, yeah. damn! Like he had the hair flowing just like his daddy used to. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's uncanny, man. And Meanwhile, what? Cody Hall is bald. <laughs> no, <laughs> man. I had to lighten it up, bro. Uh, no, up. Shout go. out to Cody Hall, yeah, man. Yeah, well, and I will, I'll lighten up a little bit too. Uh, Nas also recently uh, he shed some uh, his his opinion on you know whether Triple H would ever go into the Hall of Fame by himself, um, and he doesn't seem to think so. And he said, you know. Paul should be in the Hall of Fame on his own, uh, you know, but he'll never, he never will be because he'll never put himself in there. The DX situation for him, they just had to get China in. Paul needed to be in and so on. And so I thought that was interesting, you know, because 
I get it. You don't want to be the guy. You know, it's like Cody. I'm not going to put the strap on myself. Dude, there's no know. way he's not going in. And yeah, I just fact, feel like it, Shawn Michaels or The Rock will definitely speak. Yeah, I think it's going to be something where maybe even Nick Regal might or even come Stephanie in. will will probably have to surprise him. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, happy anniversary. They they just had a uh, I think 19 year anniversary. Oh, okay. Uh, Stephan and uh, Triple H, and then shout out to Ryan Satin who just got engaged at the same fucking drive through. Bro, he's a legend. Oh, for man. doing that and his wife for being being cool super to... down in in the wedding dress too just like you know she knows it's the job that's kind of you know they probably actually had a they probably had a wedding and then stopped yeah by, I, right? i'm guessing they took more than one photo and he posted that one oh i'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there was a compromise he, that's I'm, the beginning I'm, of marriage baby i'm sure he had to like explain to her like so um just fall asleep let your let your uh family know that you're just sleeping yeah yeah exactly um don't let them think that i drugged you just tell them i won the... i won this hat in in the game of <laughs> Millionaire crap. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a groom's hat from the uh, leftover bachelor party. Uh, didn't want to take it off. Mm-hmm. Oh and then yeah. We just said, "Fuck, let's get married twice." Man, <laughs> just fucking drive. Speaking over. of, uh, you said reunion or not reunion, but uh, anniversaries and whatnot. We had the DX reunion not too long ago, and you know, we were talking about I think off mic how. It's maybe it was on different, like, there were several different sides of, yeah, of what yeah, went but, on, what efforts were made, what weren't yeah, made. And, and exact yeah, there are yeah. a few conflicting um it does seem you know, and what we're talking about is Billy Gunn. Uh you know, we were talking about uh whether or not it would have been cool for him to show up with DX. Yes, it would have been cool, you know what I'm saying? Um it's not the same to see Road Dog do the entrance without Billy. Uh and then we were talking about how he did tweet to somebody how they tried everything they could, but you know he hate that Billy couldn't have been part of it. They even called it a sad situation of sorts, and so it had me interested because I didn't hear. You know, I was wondering when the other shoe would drop on that, and then we kind of heard uh, basically uh, what was you know, I guess proposed was hey this could happen, and AEW were just asking to you know for him working with the company to be somehow mentioned, and so there's. Different reports where someone said, I don't know if they just asked for this or if this was a counter and they said, no, that's not enough. But apparently a lower thirds image. Yeah, I, you know, I, for I heard Billy yeah, Gunn's it was either plate. an acknowledgement of some sort. I think they were just more against advertising the, the logo on their program. Yeah. Or or was it mentioning it? on commentary or what you know like that's what i'm trying to figure out because i mean they could have just if they didn't want to put the logo they could have just wrote it like aw superstar yeah they really without the logo you know and yeah. they could have done it in their writing or whatever they wanted yeah. to do, but but they weren't able to come to some agreement apparently i mean i don't know if it's just now it's a real war or what you know but then it's like it's how not, if it was how not. could they have come to the table to even try to get this you know it's two different products yeah. To be honest, this, this is it not, really is. This, yeah. It used it, it started to feel like a new age uh, Nitro Raw, but that that tapered off because on one end the shows were falling flat, so it wasn't a real war. Yeah, and then now when we three years later, it's like the other show is still not. There's a lot of shit going on. It's almost like they traded places. There's like, pro- there's definite definite progression, but it's getting hindered by. Um, I would say backstage. redundant mistakes and then, uh, yeah, backstage issues, you know, and, and if not backstage issues, like the true backstage issues and then the perception of those uh, as well. 
you know what and mean? I think it's that's really part damaging. of the problem because back then there wasn't social media. Yeah. So very, you got to think, true. like, how, how would that raw because versus this, yeah, nitro let, hold up, like, yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, let's be honest. Like, when you hear the stories of how many people didn't want, you know, had certain contracts and yeah. egos and didn't want to do, you know, business with certain people, like, there's tons of stories Dude. you hear about. And if the social media was out back then, we'd probably be, that it's kind of the same. Let me, let me give you an example. Think of the things that Scott Steiner wouldn't say on TV but would fucking put on the social media. Oh, my God. Think about the stuff that New Jack would oh, be dude. saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah that that's a good point, dude. Or that, Austin, so, you know, like I, I mean, I with, think, without like the yeah, he got to say a lot of stuff, but like you imagine the f bombs he would drop. I think he'd still be in character. I think he'd still be in character. I, I think certain guys would still, but back then, like I like I feel like this, like like you hear how Stone Cold had to get how he humbles how his, his start about getting podcasts. Yeah, ran Damn, up Brett and, and Brett and Sean would have been oh, my. beefing. Brett would have been calling him. I I, I hate this quote or the, this video. Or this clip when he, you're a homo. <laughs> he would have been throwing those down like bro, on like, Twitter, getting canceled. Bro. Think about Scott Hall drunk tweeting. Um, oh, back dude. those days. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Word, word. Like, like, or even just like huh, these fucking marks. Like Man. just fucking airing shit out from from like jeez, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, it would have been bad, dude. Or like anybody uh, Hogan faced that month. <laughs> right. Imagine the lie. Has so many more lies oh, we would have yeah. got on top of the lies from from. Hulkamania, brother. Man. But anyways, I'm speaking, sorry. Speaking of brother, um, I was going to go down to my last uh, bit of WWE news on the good brother, Carl uh, Anderson. Uh, obviously, we talked about you know him and Doc Gallows returning to WWE. Obviously, it was a little overshadowed with all kinds of speculation because you know it seemed Anderson had unfinished business being the current uh, New Japan Never Openweight Champion. A lot of people thought he was set to defend the title against Hikaleo at the Battle Autumn event in uh, November, but he, then he got announced for that six-man tag in Crown Jewel. Uh, obviously, um, you know, despite the time difference, it's impossible uh, yeah, logistically yeah, for yeah. him to go to to do both in one day. Um, you know, despite people thinking he was going to be able to pull off the greatest double duty it's since like, Rick, Rick Rude. Would that technically be a time travel? Yeah. You know, that, that's, that, you know, that's all I'm saying. That, that's some Hogan shit. Because I remember when Hogan, you know, he used to claim all that shit. I worked. Then I worked in Japan, brother. You yeah, know, they're, they're, they did a 30-hour turnaround yeah, in two hours, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, but this was uh, recently the Good Brothers would address it head on uh, by cutting a promo for social media, uh, talking about the booking conflict, saying that Gallows, you know, says all bookings need to go through him. And, it, you know, since... Battle Autumn was not confirmed ahead of time. They would not be appearing for the show. Uh, you know, IWC started debating if there's a work or a shoot. Uh, but since then, uh, New Japan president Takami Obari uh, has since spoke to Tokyo Sports, expressing how furious he was over the issue. He did uh, since post a tweet saying, we are doing all we can to ensure every signed match in Osaka on November 5th happens as promised. Uh, we expect all wrestlers, especially champions, to honor the advertised commitments. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the that interview would add in the, its article, Anderson's situation is actually the first time where a foreign fighter blatantly refused to participate at a pre-advertised uh, appearance. Uh, you know, I guess Brock Lesnar was pulled from a New Japan event in 06, but that was just because of visa issues, you know. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, but since then, New Japan has made an official statement and, uh, 
yeah, it's it's uh, pretty interesting. Uh, New Japan had announced that Anderson's match with Hikaleo for the Never Openweight title, uh, you know, despite comments from Doc Gallows, to the contrary, the booking was made through the appropriate channels and with Anderson's express approval. However, after the match's announcement, both Gallows and Anderson would appear on October 10th edition of Monday Night Raw. This led to WWE announcing a match featuring both men for their Saudi Arabia event on November 5th in direct conflict with Anderson's prior uh, commitment. New Japan has for the past several days attempted to negotiate with Anderson, but it has not been met with a response. Uh, should Anderson decide to renege on his scheduled championship match, he will be required to vacate the Never Openweight Championship and return the title belt to New Japan immediately. New Japan Pro Wrestling holds its champions to the highest standards of professionalism and sincerely apologizes to fans for any disappointment or inconvenience caused by this matter. Uh, and what's crazy is Carl and Hikaleo have since uh, actually responded to this, uh, which was Oh, yeah. And he wrote, uh, he tweeted, I'm not vacating anything. I'm the greatest never openweight champion of all time. I'll defend it on my time. Get with my booking agent at the big LG. I'll see you then, Hikaleo. That's too sweet because he was responding to Hikaleo because he wrote first, uh, no vacancy needed. I'll just wait and like added machine gun. So I don't know. It's now it's starting to still seem like a story a little bit. You know? Yeah. I mean, because from what I remember, people were saying that the thought was they were going to have to move the match back to Wrestle Kingdom somehow. Yeah. yeah. But I could also see them being very mad because, you know what I mean? Mm. If that is the case for a shoot, what he did. Um, yeah. Especially if, I don't know if they were on paper with New Japan before they, they went to Raw. I, th- I think they were handshake, man. Because I just saw on that same card that uh the the royal what's it called or well, i guess now think about quest. It, it, it that was filmed over a couple couple weeks ago yeah yeah that royal quest there was a day 1 and a day 2 and there was a segment that i saw uh someone had a, had footage of it cut up the other day where it was like carl anderson and um jay white and mm. they, they were doing an attack on uh Hikaleo and Tama because i guess they're yeah. they're, they're going to be facing each other for the yeah cuz i guess he beat uh, Tama for the strap in the first place. Uh, was named Carl. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was. That's, that's where he got the open weight title from. So it makes sense to me. I know Hikaleo recently turned on who I, I don't know who is it. He choke slammed. Um, he came out. It was like Tama. I think it was Jay White. Yeah, he turned on yeah. Jay White to join Gorillas. His, his, so, well, I mean, I, yeah, they're, they're yeah. brothers. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> the, the the biggest, but not not the oldest Haku boy. <laughs> Man, I do got size. Anyway. I mean, I and I mean, it's just the the, the song. Yeah, Ain't about a real and gorilla. It's a horror song, <laughs> bro. I remember when they started coming out with those helmets. I was like, "Yo, does any tag team got a better better entrance in New Japan?" Like, man, Thomas. They, funny, they didn't. Need, they don't even need streamers. They just come out off swag and drip alone. You know what I mean? Like and just being brother, like and drip oh, and, and, and bloodline alone. <laughs> like, like. Oh, 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 bloodline! You said, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who? So, so who? Who is there? Sami Zayn? Hmm? Is it Tori Yano? Hmm? <laughs> yeah, they got a recruit. <laughs> they got a crew. Oh boy, oh. he out there. He's like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> with the two, with got, the two, sweet. Gotta go. Ah, <laughs> uh, now what about what's his name? He used to. Uh, oh boy, uh, Tokyo Pimp. Oh, is it Ichimori? <laughs> yeah. Or, or or oh boy. Uh, 
that they used to meet up with them on BTE every time they went to Japan. Uh, oh, uh, fat fat ass Masa. Yeah, fat Masa. Oh, man. Oh, hey, man. shout out to him. He, he was funny. Word, I word. seen him in real life. He he didn't realize people were really fucking with him. Yeah, so. he seems pretty pretty uh, uh, humble. Well, we right. seen him walking mm-hmm. when we were doing the, the first all-in loop for the for the StarCast shit. Mm-hmm. And then when people realized who it is, all, you just heard an echo, <clears throat> an echo of, hey, that's fat-ass Masa. <laughs> and then like, Masa, Masa. And everyone, he's just like, like oh. yeah 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 he was like oh shit i'm uh, over in, in, in uh i'm over in chicago <laughs> so man uh i'm gonna move on to some AWs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um we got a uh, little uh injury updates uh penelope cruz apparently um she was announced for last uh week's edition of rampage to not go cruise. against uh not cruise oh i'm sorry penelope ford. yeah you're right why not say for penelope ford uh she was announced last uh you imagine they got her what a coup. <laughs> what a <laughs> man the, the crossover yeah, appeal yeah. was <laughs> am- amazing <laughs> they got rosario on there Shaq was on there what snoop you're <laughs> like man we're going up we going up a bracket you're like i know her theme song finna slap what you got for us <laughs> word bro. word uh no but uh, penelope ford she was announced for last week's edition of rampage in a matchup against uh willow nightingale but was noticeably absent during the broadcast uh it's been revealed since that she was pulled from the match due to an undisclosed injury and was uh, replaced by Layla Gray of the Baddies. Uh, severity of the injury is unclear at the time, but uh, it's another setback for Ford because she just returned to in-ring after eight months because uh, she got injured in that tag team uh, uh, street fight against, uh, what was it, with oh. uh, TJ or TyJ, mm-hmm. whatever they're calling themselves at the time. TJ. TJ AS. Yeah. But uh, speaking of injuries, Chris Statlander uh, recently spoke to Hollywood Life about uh, her injury. She says uh, she's mostly just recovering from the knee injury, uh, getting stronger and getting herself ready to get back in the ring. Unfortunately, the only uh, thing she can focus on right now is and uh, she just wants to be she wants to heal the best as she can uh, until she can get back. So it sounds like things are running along. I think we talked about she uh, off screen. Uh, came to join the uh, celebration festivities once. Oh, I did. Orange won the uh, title. Yeah, yeah. I think she didn't. She get the belt for him or something. Yeah, because yeah. he just <laughs> he just like. I yo, guess you I see him. You see how people nobody pop for that though. I was just like, yo, this was funny, but it literally had Dude. no reaction. I was like, is this a pre-tape? Because this is bad. Did, did like, you see uh, Rampage last week? No, nah, I didn't get a chance. It seemed like a lot of shit went down though. Because it was dumb. Like he, it was who? Who was it? It was two people that were that been beefing. I can't remember who it was. Like, they were about to have another, like, match. And then he just, like, oh, it was Rush. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rush. Rush. Oh, and uh, Vance. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Preston. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, how about we just do a triple threat for my title? Like, basically, it was just like, for what? It was super random. Oh, and they just got booked right there? It was the main event. Also, he's just been, he's just doing these, it's a triple threat now. Have you seen his new shirt? Nah. It says it's a globe. It says Orange Cassie on top. And yeah. Then, and, oh, and I then did. It's see. like there's there's a certain portion of it that's in, in orange, orange so right? Yeah. Champion of everything orange. Yeah. That's <laughs> not like or something like that. It was like he he really just you know what I mean? They they playing it up. I'm like all right, whatever. Mm. Not bad. Not you know, bad. Tony loves his toys. <laughs> well, Conan uh, recently shed some light on a situation Boom. involving Proud and Powerful. Uh, I know. Yeah, I was about to. I, I've been meaning to ask you about this. Yes, man. Uh, you know, on this Keeping It One Hundred podcast, as you guys know, you know, part of the alumni. 
Don't worry. Uh, but uh, he uh, gave a brief update on things between them, uh, stating that they, uh, quote, they ain't talking to each other and notes how it's breaking his heart to see it go down. Uh, he added that he believes the risk started from difference of opinions as both men agree that AW has yet to use them properly. But Ortiz is also happy to be paid and taken care of by the company while Santana just wants way more, you know. Uh, he also noted that Ortiz is more laid back while Santana is a hothead and then confirmed that a backstage altercation involving him and Kingston also went, almost went down. He said, quote, I heard it almost got physical with Santana and Kingston over this. It's not a good look. Hmm. So, uh, I mean, that's pretty much more than I got, but it's a little bit more, you know, it's just a little light on maybe what the points of contention are in this, you know, you know, ongoing, I guess, rift, which is sad to hear because, you know, Absolutely. They're I mean, they, they've been tagging you know. for so long, too. They've yeah. known each other for so long. And it's like, I can understand that being a, uh, an argument. Yeah. Obviously, there's probably more stuff that we're not privy to, which we shouldn't probably be. But, I mean, sheesh. I mean, you know, it, it is, yeah, it's unfortunate to hear about that. Because yeah. I, I remember being there when they debuted mm-hmm. with the, the, the president masks. Yeah, man. Freaking putting everyone through tables and shit, and I'm like, I'm not, and then shit, I mean, remember the, the, their whole run of impact was was dope. Well, I mean, you know, being bro, I, I always talk about when they started spray painting the X's on. Oh them, like, yeah, and then yeah, I was yeah. like, bro, they were just assassinating teams, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. The way they used to come out with the fucking, you know, brat, you know, just yeah. And I hate that they the don't swag, use that song bro. no more. That yeah, song, that first song the, was and the way, yeah, with the with the pantomime and the side arm, you know, or the side gun shit, and like yeah, just bro. the with with the, I mean. They just don't have teams like they. It just reminds me. Of, it was like not even just LAX. It's like filthy animals. Proud and powerful, like like twenty 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 two. Yeah, yeah. I feel you what you're saying because I mean? like because they're too busy being these uh, Lotharios and shit. It, yeah, it, it's always got to be some gimmick yeah. or luchadors. These, these you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So uh, well, speaking well, of Eddie, we, Kingston, we do got LDF though. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's at least something different. Uh, speaking of uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, he recently commented. You know, obviously on. His recent backstage issues. He was a recent guest on the Eat Sleep podcast repeat show where he revealed what he was recently told by uh, AEW officials regarding those issues. And he said, quote, I can't beat up people in the ring uh, when I want to. We're all trying to be good. We're all trying to be professional. Their words, not mine. (laughs) So, you know, a little lifting. Oh, you know, after that uh, proud and powerful news. Uh, And then we move along to uh, the current uh, status and plans with Warner Brothers Discovery regarding AEW. Per John Arizo of Pro Wrestling Spotlight, not the Pro Wrestling Spotlight. No, no, I'm familiar with with John Arizo. Uh, it's uh, being said that the relationship between AEW and Warner Brothers is uh, incredibly strong at the moment and adds they see this uh, property AEW as someone they want to be in business long term with they had a contract which was absorbed by them when they merged and that wasn't the sweetest deal for TNT and TBS it was kind of one sided so now that they are trying to do what they're trying to do is kind of collaborate, work together so they can work on the next long-term deal with them. I can't get into too much, but there's a lot of faith behind the AW product right now from the folks at Warner Brothers Discovery. Mm. They're trying to make it a sport. That's what the strategy is. The strategy is mm. what they are pushing AW into the sports category, not the entertainment category. So, And I could kind of see that in the sense... Um, so are we getting endorsements in there? I don't know. I mean, we talk, We talking like, you know... I mean, a lot of athletes like wrestling, you know, especially Nike like deals. NBA and stuff. And you know, a lot of those, you know, I think it's because you got baseball, hockey, and sometimes basketball plays on the on those channels too. You know, so. I mean, you also got the fact that he owns professional teams too. Yeah, 
Very, so, very true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that, and that's what he has tried to make it more sports based. And, you know, even though some of the stuff wavers a bit, but that was his initial uh, 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 strategy. Tony Khan, let's just say. So, I mean, he knew he had, well, he was over here trying to, you know, he pulled a gat out on, on Vince McMahon, like, whose block is this, homie? Yeah. He well, said, he said, ha, 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 you must be mistaking me for my son-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Go, so, go try with them first. And he's like, oh, we smoked them. <laughs> I already smoked. <laughs> smoked. Oh man. Well, moving on. Uh, Jim Ross <laughs> recently was on his, uh, you know, his podcast, and he uh, commented on retirement. He says, "I think my contract with AEW is about another year and change. I'm looking at finishing that out and then taking it from there. So that means I'm thinking about retirement. I haven't talked to Tony Khan about this, but when I signed the extension, I think for 18 months or something like that, and, and it's still in effect." I'm happy with the arrangement, but we'll take it one week at a time. I don't know if I'm going to stay or if he wants me to stay. I think he does, and I know I do, but I also have to be realistic. I'm not a young kid. What are uh, you talking about, young Jimmy? <laughs> young Jimmy Ross? Jim Rossi. Hmm. <laughs> Jimmy Ross. I do actually like that. But uh, also, oh, oh he, my stop. he also, uh, uh, you know, in a good segue to my next part um, uh, news is he also commented on the uh, recent release of Ace Steel. Uh, Jim Ross said, uh, Ace Steel is a smart guy. He has a lot of product knowledge, solid hand. I thought he did a nice job, but I didn't work with him directly a lot. I'd see him at TV, and he was always friendly and approachable. I hate to see anybody lose a job and lose a paycheck. That's the deal. But the bottom line is another guy lost a job, and that's what's regrettable. So, um, you know, that, that kind of leads me to what's kind of been the uh, backstage reaction to uh, Ace Steel's removal uh, per Fightful Select. It seems it's a unanimous expectation that Ace Steel was not going to be continuing with the company, uh, with some believing the release would have occurred the week after All Out had it not been for the legal proceedings. Uh, one talent who was on good terms with Steel commented, quote, the writing was on the wall when the bite marks on Kenny Omega's arm was still visible, while another called uh, the distraction a no-brainer as bringing him back to the uh, locker room would have caused a lot of frustration. Uh, many view the public release as a notion that AW might finally provide some clarity on the situation. Uh, but you know, it should be noted all suspended parties have been in more contact lately with company officials than they have been. Uh, and it seems like maybe a return might be imminent for the elite as we saw a vignette play last night on a uh, dynamite. I, I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't it was curious. It was basically making it seem like they're being erased from AW history. Like, uh, I, I, I implore you to watch it, it mm. but it, it, it is a little on the nose. Mm. Um, but I'm hope I'm assuming in my mind that they're going to address it on like upon their return. The, like, you know, cause they, there needs to be an explanation of something. Well, something told me because the fact that they're coming back to LA in January. Yeah. I was thinking about, I'm like, I, if, uh, unless you guys are actually going to bring out Samoa Joe this time. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't it was kind of weird that you didn't do it the first time. Yeah, it might have been it might have been doing that uh, that show though. I don't care. <laughs> or, uh, but and then uh, speaking of backstage reactions, uh, Wade Keller, PW Torch, he reached out to a backstage source. An AW regarding Punk having any vote of confidence from the locker room. He said one person said he wouldn't fare very well. Another person said he thinks he might not get a single vote. And someone else says he doesn't think he'd get many votes. Uh, the same source would add there are a few talents who side with Punk and have shared conversations with them over the past six weeks or so who are seen as prominent people of influence in the locker room. Uh, leading many to believe it could be Moxley, Danielson, or maybe Jericho. Those are, you know, names people have said have stepped up as like the locker room leader roles over the past, uh, you know, 
fallout from all out uh but it should be noted jericho ironically uh he just accomplished an accolade shared only by him and punk where they are the only two who have won the wwe world heavyweight aw and roh title belts uh but he recently liked an anti cm punk like tweet where someone, i was just about to bring that up yeah yeah you know it said uh, someone wrote you cannot bring punk back without ostracizing the rest of the locker room he buried them all in the public uh on a night he won the aw world championship and sucked the life out of a pay-per-view that cost millions to produce let him go to wwe He's proven he's not the man he says he is already, which I thought was uh, very interesting as well. Uh, but that leads me to the very last piece of business, man. And obviously, you know, unless you've been living on the rock, you guys have heard the, what's been reported. It seems like AEW is uh, set to uh, perhaps buy out CM Punk's contract. Uh, that's I think per it's Dave work. Meltzer. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to figure. I feel it like out. I feel like that was fed to the to the to the sheets. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. And obviously, Meltzer getting AEW news is always a little uh, foggy for me. Because, because j- just yesterday, yesterday, they said that CM Punk broke his silence on social media. And it was just him posting like a, a, to his story, like a, a advertising this movie that uh, his wife, AJ Lee, helped co-write. That's, oh, okay. on, that's on Netflix. I'm like, dude... So he's just he's supporting his wife, and that's okay. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, so it's like great. it's just stuff like that. You're, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. According to Meltzer, the holdup right now is said to be the non compete period. Obviously, if the non compete is an issue, it's about interest in going to WWE because there's no need for a non compete otherwise, because nobody else but AEW and WWE could pay him close to what he's making. Uh, you know, and uh, Wade Keller said, you know, it seems like Tony is siding with Kenny and the Bucks more than Punk. And he even said there are times when Tony would have wanted to side with Punk over the Bucks and Kenny in terms of him as a wrestling fan, thinking about what he could do with Punk, the matches that haven't happened yet, the promos that haven't happened, the storylines that haven't happened yet. Uh, and he even said, you know, the side that was, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm sorry, he has said that, um, you know, today they're saying that there's a weird missing piece now that, you know, we were talking about this before the show started that CM Punk threw this first punch, but supposedly it was in defense of his dog getting hurt as you know, they keep saying this story of the, you know, the bug or the elite kicked in the door and then that got taken back. But now it's saying that they, they did kick in the door. And when the door got kicked in, it hit his dog, Larry in the face, which I guess apparently resulted in, having to take him to the vet and he had to get teeth removed because of it. Um, but Melcher said that the side that was trying to defend him all along, uh, that was talking to him had never brought up that part of the story. And now all of a sudden it's out there. Um, and it's being said that, you know, now that legal proceedings are wrapping up, punk is getting his defense ready for Illinois castle doctrine laws, which allow for the use of force in defense of a person in their dwelling. So, uh, I don't know if it, it's a work, <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of starting to get really legal. We already know he's gone to court with WWE. He's going to court, you know, with, you know, Colt, you know, that was his buddy for a while. So who knows? But, uh, Wade Keller, uh, he says he reached out to WWE sources to confirm the probability of bringing punk into, uh, the company, once, uh, you know, he's uh, back from injury, he said somebody who's currently in WWE within the sphere of influence of Paul Levesque uh, would be said that the decision would be a hard no. Um, is, and he said on endorsing the return to CM Punk, even if it would help business, I won't go into exactly what was said. But when I asked, I got a long paragraph of one sentence after another of negative comments about how they feel about Punk now compared to eight, nine, ten years ago. Based on what's happened to AEW in the last 13 months, I think there would be some pushback by people in Levesque's uh, sphere of influence, they keep saying. And obviously well, he said in the past he'd come back for a big bag or what, whatever. Which is... Uh 
you know, that's one thing, but, you know, unless it's just lip service on camera, I mean, I think I sent you to the, the footage of uh, Triple H actually being asked about the possibilities of yeah, the, taking that but phone I don't, call. I don't, I don't even think that was recent, though, right? Wasn't that... That was, I think that was before he. No, I mean he he no he referenced how he had came back to do the Fox stuff with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it. Oh has, yeah, he did say there was times to have yeah. that conversation didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. So and it is. I weird. think that's pretty. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it, it's it's tough because, at the same time, you're talking about a company that fired him on his wedding day. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he absolutely. Obviously, you know, I, I know Vince even said he. He, he, he never believed. He, he yeah, never he, believed in Punk and never wanted to. Said he would never do business with him again. Obviously, he's not here anymore. Um, but you know, you can't ignore. Obviously, he also has this weird story feud with Triple H. You know. Yeah. And um, I know Louis Dangor. He had said, uh, you know, in July, he said, "I was told pretty straightforward that Triple H wants nothing to do with CM Punk and even less to do with Phil Brooks as of July." And then. Recently said, I did ask over the last couple of days. It was softened a bit from what I understand. I still think there's animosity. I think there's a lot of pieces that need to be picked up between the two. But Hunter learned from Vince, and Vince made amends with everybody. So, And it's worth noting, he does have relationships with Adam Pierce and obviously Paul Heyman. So, yeah, it, it could happen. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. On I mean, I don't, week, I don't think it needs to. but mm. I'd rather him ride off to the sunset, but it's a war out there. <laughs> You know, know. a lot of people were speculating earliest he'd be back is January, just in time for Rumble. But it's like that's probably why they're like, nah, not non-compete if that's true. You know, but yeah, that's that's the uh, news I got, my friend. For sure. Well, I guess I might as well do a this quick rundown of uh, Havoc before I we take a we quick didn't, break. Uh, predict the women's title match, by the way. We didn't know there was going to be a women's title match. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because it was just a segment that turned into a match. Oh, is that? Okay, yeah, I did read that she every, drove every, up with her. Yeah. yeah, every year they do the haunted house bit. Oh, God. This year. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. Okay, got you. Right on. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go through this. We'll take a break before we get into uh, We'll do the back-to-back review. You sound good. Uh, we got uh, Apollo Cruz, who um, defeated, not Penelope Cruz, Apollo Cruz, mm-hmm. um, had to get you. <laughs> Had to get your kangaroo yeah, jack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he beat uh, Grayson Waller. And uh, Walla. They, they spun the wheel, made the deal, and it was a casket match. I, I saw that, yeah. And there was a casket spot that some people kind of like were questioning because they thought that would have been the end of the match. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of technicalities without explaining. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Uh, basically, Hmm. The casket was out there, right? Yeah. Apollo looked like he was trying to go for like a suplex, superplex, like onto the uh, the casket, right? Okay. But uh, Grayson Waller kind of just like Sheamusism, like like kind of like what what, he, what Sheamus did to uh, John Cena, TLC oh, okay. match, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seven outside, and he falls like right through the the casket. Mm-hmm. But and he thinks he won, I, and I I did hear that. Yeah, he went through the ca- put him through the casket, put him right through it. Like yeah. he crashed right through it. You know what I mean? He's a bigger dude than Darby, so yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Went right through that gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's just like looking at the ref, like, "Yo, mm. did I not just win?" Because like the meaning, like he like the door wasn't even open when he went through it. Oh, the really? door is closed, and he went through the door, and so it's like the door Damn. can't. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He can't. So. And then what ended up happening was, like, he's sitting up there arguing with the ref, and then the lights just go out. I'm like, yo, what the fuck's about to happen? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So what ends up happening is the lights turn back on, and 
he's like Apollo's just fine all of a sudden he's on stage and he's surrounded by all these druids who who and he's like do, like telling like telling people to do he's like signaling people to come through and these druids come out and, and they bring a brand new casket and uh, to, and then the match just like continues Okay, I didn't read about that. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds weird. Yeah, but I mean, I, mean, he, I get he, the rules. You got to be inside the casket no, and no, close no, the no, lid. No, yeah, you shut. had to close the lid on it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, I guess. But they again, they didn't do a good job of like communicating no. that part for people who don't know that because yeah. you got to think the last casket matches. They're not even of this. You know, I, I can't. Even, I can't year. remember. It's not even of this decade. Not even the last. Oh, decade. you know, you know, no, 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 um, Taker versus. Uh, Miro at one of the it was either Super Showdown or I thought that match th- wasn't it supposed to be oh no it was supposed to be him and Jericho yeah and and Jericho went to go do the Wrestle Kingdom very true mm-hmm. very true but yeah he put him through the uh, ended up doing like that that uh, he, he kind of stole Bobby Lashley's big spine buster mm-hmm. but he did it on on the apron into the uh, ooh yeah okay <laughs> and then he closed the lid on him so yeah uh, Apollo Cruz won that one boom. Uh, Roxanne Perez beat Cora Jade. I didn't care for the match because I don't really care. That weapons this is going wild on. match. Yeah, weapons yeah. wild. I mean, but not a bad name. But I, I in my mind, I'm like this doesn't, this does. I, I bet it didn't deliver. Yeah. Well, you know that bird's nest stage, right? Mm-hmm. They both took a bump. It was a. It, it didn't make sense, but they did a double. Roxanne basically did a a, a, a Russian leg sweep, and they both. Went off it and landed through like crashed through a table, crash pad. Uh, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, no, I, I was trying to be a dick. <laughs> but, no, possibly. Yeah, you're like cardboard box. That's Sam, Sam, Sammy Guevara style. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I, I, yeah, we we were doing that back in my day. <laughs> I mean, it was impressive. I never seen women do that. Yeah, kind no, of I elevated spot like that. But uh, Corey, there was a stack of chairs in the ring and. Um, Corey J tried to hit the double arm DDT, but she got got countered to the pop rocks on the chairs instead for the win. Uh, worth noting is that Roxanne had some Eddie Guerrero uh, Halloween Havoc themed gear when when he uh, faced uh, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Eddie. My name is Eddie. <laughs> uh, Julius Creed. Uh, he beat Damon Kemp in a hellacious ambulance, uh, ambulance match. match. Uh, really, uh-huh. just real big physical match between the two. Uh, Julius getting some much needed revenge and. Um, he pretty I heard much someone's fingers got slammed, the door slammed on a couple times. Is that true? Possibly. If it happened, it was probably happened when I was like Oof. in and out the match. Because I, uh, you know, it, it would make sense because he, he cuts a promo with his and his hands are all beat up. Mm, okay. Um, but uh, he ended up like carrying him over his shoulder all the way to the freaking ambulance instead of like. The gurney, he, he said, fuck this gurney, dude, and just fucking put him on his shoulder. I'm and a beast. He's, he's like, I'm always strapped. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I may be right all day like a damn clown. I'll he be said, honest with that's, that's what he said this week. He said, I might, uh, I may have finished the sentence, but Brutus here is going to put down a damn punctuation. I was like, <laughs> yo, where are you coming up with this? Yo. <laughs> I'm like stone cold, like, what, was you, what were you thinking? Uh, yeah, yeah, Tell me. Yeah, oh, my gosh. That's pretty funny. Man. Let me know. I, yeah, I've never heard that. What's the thought that process? Phrase, like ever. Uh, we also have a new NXT North American champion in Wes Lee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a few uh, close calls. I don't know if you've seen that match, dude. No, I, I didn't get a chance to catch. Any Von Wagner thing. was reckless, bro. I mean, look at the guy. He, he pulled out a, a the big ladder. Yeah, and was like not even looking where the end was. And there was he was he kept yanking it because he was trying to bridge it, but he couldn't. Yeah. It wasn't fitting right to get from underneath the ring, Spaz. On, bro. It's not just that. 
he almost fucking hit somebody in the in the fucking crowd because everybody's like, whoa, whoa, you see someone having to like jump back. I'm like, and he's he's like the word you said, aloof, just non unaware, not unaware, just un, just just not even fucking lug, <laughs> dude. And then he looks back and everyone, he's just like. The fuck they fucking freaking out about? I'm oh my Wagner, god, right? man! Like, like that, like that look, <laughs> right? That swagger to him, like I'm Wagner. Just dude, fuck to calm down. It's a fucking ladder. I know you haven't seen one before. Jeez, yeah. you pansies, dude, dude! I'm fucking over. You hear him, Robbie? Yeah. I mean, it's not Robbie. It's Robert Stone. I don't go by Robbie E. Yeah, yeah, isn't Mr. Stone? <laughs> I heard is is the new name. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't get the memo, so fuck mm-hmm. you. Uh, Braun Breaker retains in a banger of a triple threat. It was slow at first, but... Heard he won with a spear. Yeah, people were like kind of like unhappy because they, they, they knew... There was... I'll put it like this. There were so many close calls where the, the uh, rush uh, Moscow Torpedo, mm-hmm. or Torpedo Moscow, got hit. He pinned him. It was it. Devlin was on the outside. He ran... And instead of trying to break up the pin, he grabbed the referee's hand Ooh. at the three count I, I, I and then was smiling like a fucking uh, <laughs> jackal. Snarky motherfucker. Dude, yeah. And, and, yeah, and, 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 and Ilya was just like, you, mo-. like he, he he reminded me of like young uh, Sean Penn. Like when, oh, like, man, that's pretty like funny. Yeah, super yeah. pissed off. So this, they're probably set for a collision. Oh, they had a banger this 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 uh, this review. Oh, word. Yeah, okay. I, I don't can't wait. Can't wait. I don't talk to you about it. I tell you to go watch it. Yeah, okay. Um, because yeah. there's some shit thing went down. That, that's a teachable moment. But <laughs> yeah, they had, they had another segment on that as well. Um, I didn't write it down because it was a little of nothing. It was hey, like it's never nothing when it's my boy Chase, baby. Yeah, but Duke Hudson Tony was Chase. there. He got yelled at for not using the pen. He's like, still trapped. He's like, that's nice. But you're not special. You write down what I say. We're talking about the November traditions of pro wrestling. Boom. And then, but Bodie's like not there. And he's like, oh, he must have overslept. I'm like, so that's kind of fishy. And he ended up taking Bodie's chair and trying to get all cozied up with uh, Tia Hale. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, she's too young, bro. Yeah. Very much so. Watch it, bub. Jake would be pissed. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, we're going to be right back with Me this too. message, and then we'll be right back with that review. Hey, yo, what's good? It's Quincy Jones, go, man. You already know what it is. It's that time of year, and you already know Storyline is back to blow your mind with their Halloween drop available now. Go and check it out, man. Several dope designs. We got the Papa Shango design. We got That's Gotta Be Kane. All that available and more in black and white tees. Also, black long sleeve tees. And additionally, they got the purple or the dark charcoal. I'm telling you right now, they got Dream Match Wrestling, that fantasy matchup series, The Undertaker versus Sting, also available in long tee, or... They got that Ministry of Darkness classic Undertaker, man. Again, available in the classic colors. All you got to do is check it out, storylinetees.com, and make sure you let them know Quincy Jones set you, man, because we've been letting y'all skate for a while, and we've been looking out for you for a long time, man. So tap in, Storyline Tees, man. It's all good. Go. Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, home of the tag team champions of the IE, Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Yeah, we are back. He's here, and um, is it my turn? Yeah. Oh, oh, is it on me? <laughs> I, I believe so. A little bit more review NXT style. 
Only you, only like you can do it, Quincy Jones. Yeah, unfortunately, it was kind of a good show. So it's not how I usually. I, I only heard about the big, big ticket item that the, came the, out about the, the Big Bang Theory. Right, right, wrong. The new wrong. The new branch that's nope, sprouted. Nope, upon. nope, nope. All right, I won't say it. No spoiler trees planted over here. <laughs> but instead, we start off with because if you remember, it was tag team title Tuesday, the week after title Tuesday. There we title, go. Title Titty Tuesday. I mean, if you build the bridge, the titties will come, my friend. Uh, no, so you can title them whatever you want. <laughs> you can title. Uh, speaking of tag titles, we start off with the women's tag titles. Talk about it. Um. We got Carter and Chance versus uh, Lions and Stark. Hey. All right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, like, um, just like your mama. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, they start off with some uh, classic tag team offense uh, from Carter and Chance. As the latter hits a drop toe hold, followed by a running basement drop kick from Caden, followed by a tope atomico from Chance from the apron, Eddie Guerrero style. Uh, Chance hits a running Hurricane Rana on Stark before hitting their version of the, the Silly String, except it's a head scissors instead of the Tornado DDT. Oh, okay. Uh, Lions uh, tags in and uses her size to cut down Katana with a gut wrench version of the Torture Rack. You know what I mean? It's like that mm-hmm. over the back oh, yeah. st- sort of joint. Canadian backbreaker. Joint. Thank you. I was like, I, I was like, is it a Torture Rack backbreaker? Like some sort of rack. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, no, no pun intended. No, you either. <laughs> Uh, Chance is able to fight out though and tags in Carter but Nikita shows her combat background by picking her leg with an ankle lock Caden uh, and Katana throw both Stark and Lions to the outside and try for uh, dual diving cross bodies from the apron but Stark and Lions uh, b- both catch him and they hit dual scoop slams on the outside instead before the break uh, back from picture in picture Lions uh, almost gets the win with a gunslinger on Chance for a close fall if you can imagine the size of Chance and the size of uh Nikita, mm, yeah, I was about to say, that she was like, issues. "You're gonna swing because I want you to swing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Carter tags back in and tees off on Lions in the corner, but Starks runs in to try and take the bullet for her. But then she gets taken out where she falls on the mat right in front of uh, Lions in the corner, where mm-hmm. Carter gets like a two for one, and as she runs and hits a running single leg drop kick on Lions in the corner, but as she hits her, she like turns her body in midair and hits a splash on Stark on on the mat oh, shit, okay. for like a landing. It was pretty. It was creative, but of course the uh, the camera angles are always her worst enemy, bro. Like they always get the wrong. They 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 pan to the wrong angle just for like no reason. You gotcha. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Carter tags in uh, Chance and hits a double team wheelbarrow moonsault. Like she kind of like Casadora style. Okay. Her own partner, and then she like uh, back flipped her over her back. Okay. And oh. she landed. Yeah, kind of like a. a What's the name of the Street Profits do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. got you. Uh, near fall, but Stark breaks it up. Stark finally tags in and hits a crazy half-and-half half overhead suplex on Chance. Again, she was just getting tossed. Caden uh, tries to get involved, but she yeah, she was getting yeeted. But she clotheslines her off the apron. Chance runs in with a pump kick, but Stark narrowly ducks and rolls her up with a high stack for the three count. Unfortunately, they celebrate new tag team chance before another referee comes out informing the original ref that chance made a blind tag and I I didn't see it. They had to run it back and I was That's like, how oh, blind damn. it was, damn. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was. I mean, I mean, there you go again with that camera being out of place. Ran ran one by this old head. <laughs> I don't normally, you know, things are changing. I don't. It's there's so much light in this room. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks. Who's there? Who's so, Who's so, me? You could take the roads. Uh, but yeah, pretty much uh, 
she got the blind tag in before she got pinned, so she wasn't the, the legal person. Uh, the match is restarted. Womp womp. Uh, as the match restarts, it's hot as hell. All four women are just teeing off on each other. Lions eventually takes herself out by uh, running into the ring, uh, the ring post shoulder first, trying to you know go for a shoulder block. Caden uh, hits a diving cross body on her to the uh, from the outside uh, as Chance hits a, a avalanche Spanish fly on Stark for a two point nine. Who? Uh, Chance. Damn. Okay. American Ninja. No, no, no. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know my American Ninja. Katana. Katana Chance. The American Ninja. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, 2.9 uh, on the Richter scale, on the pinfall, uh, Richter scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stark able to tag in Lions, who hits that tornado kick and the, the big split for the win, but Chance, basement, drop kicks her, like, out of nowhere to, to, to uh, for the, you know, f- to, to save the pin, Damn. to save her team. Yeah, it got really, it was like a, probably a 20-minute match the, for the opening night. Like like when they opened the night, both teams were already in the ring, and they just did championship style uh, introductions. Like oh, okay, got no you. one got an entrance. Yeah, okay. Uh, Carter uh, is able to light up Lions with uh, a bunch of multi, uh, what they call oh, multiple basement super kicks. Uh, you know, because she was on her knees. Pause. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I guess no pause, but get it out the gutter. Uh, before tagging in Chance, and they hit the highlight reel for the win to retain the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles. Okay. And I don't know if you heard about this, but it just came to my attention. Uh, possibly a Dominic Dijakovic vignette. I've been hearing about I heard something played a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we see Fire and Flames. And I'm thinking it's an Alba Fire pre-tape. But then that impression is quickly disproven as we see a second coming. Oh, I'm sorry. We see a, a, a mask that resembles his T-bar mask that's being burned, right? Oh, okay. And then you hear the the his his voiceover saying, the second coming isn't about retribution. It's about justice. Okay. I was like, oh, man, he is the night. I like that. He is the night. So this is the the, the segment I was going to tell you about. This is probably just as long as those notes I just read you. <laughs> okay. Wesley, in-ring promo. He comes out uh, with the old school Ellen Iverson answers. You know what I mean? You know, the old school? Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, classic. You know, the the, the whole team had him in high school, Time. I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was nice. Thank you. Mm. I appreciate it. Uh, talks about uh, thinking he'd never make it to WWE, let alone be a champion, let alone be a singles champion, uh, but says winning the North American Championship has given him uh, the validation he's been searching for his whole life. Tells the fans he's forever grateful and thanks them for their everlasting love for him as they, you know, they don't have to give him that much love, but they do. Uh, as he's interrupted by Grayson Wall, mm. who tells him to stop sucking up, mate, to the crowd. Uh, Wes tells him he can't interrupt him since he lost his casket match at Havoc and I won my match. Ooh. Waller says, uh, all, all, uh, oh, he basically says, like, oh, what did you do? You just put me into a, inside an inanimate object? All you did was climb a ladder. I did that at, at uh, Home Depot the other day and nobody threw me a parade. <laughs> it's like, yo, this dude on, bro. And of all people, who comes out to, inter- uh, to interrupt them? Our truth. Semi-dressed like the Adam West uh, version of the Joker as he welcomes the crowd to Halloween Havoc three days late. <laughs> Waller, of course, interrupts him as R-Truth thinks his, he's like, he's basically, he was like, hey, man, that British accent is pretty cool. <laughs> and he, yeah, he, 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 he asked British him, he's like, hey, man, are you excited about Halloween Havoc? 
like, excuse me, governor. <laughs> I was like, yo, this fool going full. He goes, oh, shit. Waller okay. corrects him, telling him, you know, he's Australian and that Halloween Havoc already happened three days ago, to which Truth lasts it off. He's like, oh, you trying to okey-doke me? Okay. <laughs> okay, this dude. Oh, but then Wes is like, nah, uh, Truth, like, he's telling the truth. It did happen. I was I was there. Like, actually, I won this. He's like, oh, shit. And then, then all of a sudden, he believes it because he came from him. He's like, my bad. You know, that, that was yeah, the whole, the whole, whole Steve Harvey right? joint, yeah. Is that a Steve Harvey thing? It, he started doing that a lot after when he, remember, he announced the wrong uh, lady wanted, like, the Miss Universe or Miss America. Yeah, and that affected him pretty bad, too, man. I felt bad. But a little bit, I, yeah. I ain't gonna get into that right now. But he congratulates him as, uh, and then he, he's, like, asking Wally, yo, hey, yo, dog, how'd you do a Halloween Havoc? Because <laughs> the crowd already knows. Because they, yeah. they were already talking about it before. Talking about it before, mm. but uh, he he informs him. Uh, West tells him he's like uh, he's like, well, he lost the Apollo Cruz in the casket match. To which Truth is like responding like, dog, I don't blame you, man, because Apollo is nice, dog. Apollo's nice. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yo, what is going on right now? That's pretty funny. And then uh, but then he asks Wallace, hey, matter of fact, hey, were you in that casket by yourself? Weren't you scared, dog? Didn't you think there was gonna be like spiders in there? I was like, yo, this dude's he 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 I'm like thinking this is this is a long ass segment. And yeah, then yeah. Waller finally cuts him off and he tells him no, nah, he wasn't scared and that uh, all Apollo did was roll him, you know, just roll him in there. That's the way he says it. And then of course truth is like, dog, you rolled one up in here? And then he slowly turns to Wes and he's like, yo, I'm coming back here for show. And he's just high-fiving. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, you don't be talking about smoking on the other uh, show. That's you know? funny. Big-ass crowd pop. Yeah. Then Waller, he obviously he had enough at this point. He challenges R-Truth to a match which says, you know what? I'll, I'll actually give you a week so you can work it out on your schedule what day to come here. You know, because, you know, obviously he's like, he, he's, he thought Halloween Havoc was, was that day instead of like, you know what I mean? He's just basically mm. getting back at that. But then he goes, you know, he goes and takes a cheap shot at him. Truth hits the splits. West lands a right hand. Truth lands a corkscrew dropkick to send him running. That's pretty much the end of it. Okay. But it was, it, yeah, if you get a chance, it was pretty hilarious. That uh, it sounds like a good, a good time. To I didn't know where it was going because I'm like, man, it was like they already have, a, you know, everybody else on the show. Because even right after that, Shotzi was back. Because uh, there was a um. I know she hosted, right? Yeah, she hosted the the, the show. But um, she had a match against Lash Legend. Um, she she defeated oh, really? her with what's called the Never Wake Up. It's like this modified DDT where like she grabs her like you know like the DDT, mm-hmm. but then she reaches down and grabs one of her legs and puts it over her her, her knee. Mm-hmm. Like you seen like uh, Kenny Omega do do that for like a uh, oh yeah yeah a neck breaker yeah. has like a suplex neck breaker, but she just uses it as like, the cross leg fisherman. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I guess it's like, it's a cross yeah that's what it is. It's a cross leg uh cross legged DDT. Oh, okay, because I remember she used to do that hooking it looked like it was like a fisherman ddt but she would actually just hook it in the front so now mm. she's crossing the leg over in front yeah of like kind of like you know god yeah yeah like, oh, like okay, that, oh, that's, that's interesting yeah okay. like john morrison you know, i think you had an old move like that too back in the day oh okay um but yeah this match stemmed from a, a legend interrupting uh shotzi and quincy elliott during one of their like hosting segments during the havoc uh, so that's all that was. Gotcha. Uh, from here, it was supposed to be Brutus Creed versus Damon Kemp in this five-minute uh, challenge thing because, uh, you know, he had said that, you know, if we win, because, you know, he was like, oh, if you lose, your brother is not in WWE anymore. But he's like, all right, but what if, if we win, he gets five minutes with you, right? That was the whole deal. So yeah. because Julius won, you know, Brutus was, like, expecting the five minutes with him. Uh, they're waiting for him in the ring, and then of course Damon appears on the screen. Uh, he says that he can't compete due to not being cleared from his match uh, against Julius at at, uh, at Havoc. 
Uh, but promises he'll see Brutus soon for that five minutes. Uh, Brutus starts cutting a promo about, you know, it doesn't matter how long he has to wait. Every day he does, though, his ass whipping is going to be uh, worse. Yeah. But then the Creeds get attacked from behind by Veer and Sanga. Really? With uh, Sanga looking a bit torn at times, but still, you know, dealing out the destruction with Veer. Uh, as they leave the ring, Ivy Nile just runs down, like, cruising by both of them, like, fearlessly, and then barking at him, like, why? Like, asking them why. Like, what's up with y'all? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Before going to go check on the boys. But I was like, oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. Emotion. Well, you know, she's she always been like, I don't give a fuck about no mans. <laughs> <laughs> I, I roll with the boys. I roll with the boys. These mm-hmm. diamonds is forever. Mm-hmm. She, she's a mill for the rock. No. <laughs> is she milf? No, no, a mill. Oh. <laughs> you know, diamond exchange. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because, you know, Roddy loves everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, where is Roddy? Where's Roddy? Man, who knows? Maybe with Triple H back. Major we'll coin. Uh, we had uh, Pretty Deadly versus Anofe and Blade for the NXT Tag Team titles. Again, part of Tag Team. Titty Tuesday. Titty Tuesday, yeah. Uh, Blade comes out the gate with a running drop kick and uh, hits a uh, middle rope blockbuster as Anofe hits a diving elbow drop off the, off the top for a really early close fall. Uh, pretty deadly, you know, they snap out of it because, you know, obviously we're taking them light. Mm-hmm. And uh, regain control of the match with the double team on Blade. Uh, Elton Prince hits a sidewalk slam off the rebound before tagging in Kit Wilson as they isolate Blade for the most part. Anofe hits a crossbody on both uh, pretty deadly as he and Anofe have the, the tag champ scrambling to the outside before the picture-in-picture break. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anofe keeping the same energy as we're back from break, though. Uh, pretty deadly try to isolate him, but Anofe is able to fight back here and there before they hit a double-team uh, DDT where they threw him to the rope. One of them leapfrogged, and then the other one, uh, the, the other, when, he, when he went on for leapfrog, he, like, you know, he was already ducking. Yeah. He grabbed his head and just hit it like a snap DDT. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, I was like, that was pretty. Yeah, that's very innovative. Yeah, so I, I wanted to elaborate on the double DDT, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they were able to stop him from making a tag. With Blade finally able to get the tag in as he cleans house on, on both pretty deadly. Even hits a big tope con hilo over the turnbuckle onto them uh, on the outside before throwing uh, one of them. I can't remember which one. He threw one of them back in and, and you know, hit that. Uh, froggy style cross body on the top rope uh, okay. on, on Prince. I, I guess I did get it. Oh, man, I got to stop, uh, you know, setting myself short. You yeah, know? yeah, you got to trust yourself, <laughs> uh, baby. For another, <laughs> here we go. For another near fall, uh, Wilson tags back in as he and Prince hit a double team gut check where he had one of them had him on the shoulder and then pressed oh, him. And the oh, other okay. one, like, two of the other ones. Oh. Yeah, I was like, damn. This and is... he caught him with a with the lung blower on Yeah. The... Oh, okay. But like, yeah, literally fell on his, you know. Damn, okay. Yeah, I was like, that was kind of. That was kind of cool. I, I kid. I see. Are they going to put these in the game? No. <laughs> yeah, word. Uh, Anofe tags back in as uh, he and Blade hit a, uh, uh, this was crazy. It was a dope, it was a RKO pay dirt combo on one guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I could see, man. But you'd have to really, whew, that, that, that. that's a tight fit. But, I, you know, if you can pull it off, pause. You know what I mean? Pause. I mean, and, and well, what what helps sell it is because the guy has long hair, so they can you know what I mean get away with yeah. a little separation there. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, but there was a near fall after that. Uh, Kit Wilson takes an off the uh, you know ta- you know pretty much like cleans his knee off uh, of the apron because he's like looking for the tag. Uh, they hit spilled milk for the win. Uh, post match. Yeah, boy. We saw the uh, I heard the in a uh, or not post match, but I guess it's it's an uh, internet clip. Uh, we saw uh, the return of Odyssey Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been wondering what's up with him. Yeah, he pulled up in, a, in an SUV with some women in there. Um, 
Oh, don't and tell he me they're going to make him tag with what's his name? Well, Quincy, are they? I was thinking that too, right? Uh, but he uh, he kind of pep talks them about giving their all and, you know, being impressed with their effort and uh, offers them, you know, to, offers them to go out with him to kind of pick themselves up, you know, and they, they hop in the car and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, huh. I'm like, is he going to leave him with the tab or what's, what's that? I don't know. How that to... is very interesting, Axel. Mm. I know because I just said it. Jesus. Well, I'm I'm just reaffirming, bro. I don't need a reaffirming. All right, all right, you're right. King, from a king to another king, <laughs> I, damn, let my dominance reign. No, no. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say again? I don't know. It's something these next gen <laughs> just spouting off about. Hey, king. Hey, hey, fix your crown, king. Come on, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, 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 tend to your land, bro. <laughs> I, I call you king because you shine like one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> uh, I guess I, I'm looking to see if I should go with the. No, I'll just do this real quick. Yeah. There was this un, what I call the unknown caller vignette. We get this strange segment where it's just a view of the outside of the uh, performance center at night, and we get like this kind of news report like graphics playing like this audio of a voicemail being left that they that they got at the PC. Uh, where they're also displaying like words from the call, like, like being you know displayed on the screen as if they're kind of reporting a nine one one call or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we hear this distorted voice say this, and I realized it was a rhyme. It said, and, th- and they really should have came to you, but you know whatever. It says let go. It, it actually sounds like it came from me with these first lines. Well, l- listen to this audio visual much. Mm. Let go of all your pain, washing away your deepest fear. Listen with your eyes. Speaking with your ears. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Awaken from the pits you call the dark. Opening up to my soliloquy is just the start. Watch as I come and leave my mark as I plan to rip all of NXT apart. Mm. Sincerely, scripts with a Y. No no I. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. It's funny because the way I read it, I was like, it made me think about this thought I didn't get to tell you about. We we were talking about possibly Bo Dallas coming back, right? Yeah. I don't want to see it unless he's going to go and battle rap Hit Row, all right? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I hold a full house like Danny Tanner. <laughs> yeah, that's still one of my favorite clips. My but name is Bo Ryder, Ryder and right? I came to say yeah. in a major way. <laughs> Oh man! Now, I'd be angry too if I was named after this horrible stage. Yeah, <laughs> and then he three bars. Then he walk him, up bro. with the kangle and then just simply no, spun it no, around. no, no, no. I know I'm about to post it too. I got or by the time this comes out, it's already gonna be on there because I'm definitely putting this on the ground. <laughs> he basically they introduce him like Flo Rida, me Bow Rider, right? And he just goes like this. He just goes with his face like just posing, yeah. and they brandish the chains, glasses. And then a kangle comes out of nowhere and it's placed perfectly right on his head. I yeah, was like, he okay. didn't come out with it at all. I was it was like, like a pit pit crew. It was all, yeah. And they went hard for him, pause. Because even on that last bar, Curtis Axel hit the ropes, <laughs> Rick yeah, Rick yeah, Flair like, and hit a yeah, fucking yeah. fist drop. Definitely did, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, man. Uh, but yeah, that it was just unknown caller vignette and, and it somehow uh parlayed into the social outcast. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I had to get that out the way. Also, let me get this one out the way because this is really interesting. You'll like it. Was Indy Hartwell uh, versus uh, Hartwell, right? Why'd I put wheel? <laughs> Cartwheel. Hartwell. Oh, oh, Will. Uh, Cash, Cash Wheeler and 
Hartwood. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Hartwell. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn. Hartwell versus uh, Sol Ruka. I don't know if you remember I was telling you yeah. about her. Yeah, she has like the surfer gimmick or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I thought I saw something like that online after you told me about it. So, yeah. It's not good. They were like interviewing her about the match because it's only her second match. She was like, reminds me of like, you know, the nervousness of sticking a landing on a barrel roll or some stupid shit. I'm like, no one knows what you're talking about. Oh, man. And you're trying too hard. They, so they gave her the old Kona Reeves gimmick. <laughs> I felt like what surfers are watching wrestling? Yeah. Uh, besides like Hawaii, probably, right? Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't, don't want to get into that. Anyways, whew, she was kind of working a little hill. Uh, but like only 5%, I'd say. And she was like getting frustrated with Ruka while she was also kind of like looking past her since it's only her second match. Mm-hmm. But she hits like four short arm clotheslines while always like never letting go of her arm, like picking her back up for Damn, another. Damn, okay. Yeah, she hits, she goes off the ropes after she staggers her and, and it lands one big lariat and then grabs her arm, picks her up, and then does four more. Damn. And okay. then, and then as she's like on her knees, she does a running basement forearm like. Carrying cross style to the back of her head. Oh shit! Okay. And beats her. Yeah, just beat her, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, like like just beat. No, <laughs> just beat dead. Breaks dead. off this. But speaking of beat the breaks, post match, Electra Lopez returns. Ah. Beats down both women before hitting a blue thunder bomb on Ruka, as Booker mentions. <laughs> oh man. Mm. Well, you know she used to be a gymnast, Ruka. You know, so she be, should be used to uh, hitting the mat. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Electra looks down the barrel of the hard cam and says that La Madrina is back and is looking to take out everybody in the back. Okay. Yep. I hate that, that she's not being part of the package with LDF, but it's hard to argue that Zelina isn't. It's still, you know. It's I'm still getting used. I'm not comfortable with it yet, but we'll get there. Uh, Ilya Droganoff versus J.D. McDonough was the main event. Droganoff. This was a really great match that we were blessed with on a Tuesday night. Good God. Uh, if you're a fan of either of these men or have watched their matches back on NXT UK, you already know the magic that these two oh, make yeah. in the ring. Mm-hmm. 5,000% urge you and implore you to go out of your way to watch this 5, one. 5,000. Good God. It, it's uh, yet another banger between these two men with JD getting the, I'd, I'd call it a TKO win after locking in a, what I'd call a grounded ab stretch. With oh, the okay. body scissors, and he's yeah. like, kind of chokes, chokes out, dragging off, like he's kind of bleeding from the mouth a little bit. Okay. He's, you know, these blood capsules and these kids, you know. What I mean? Yeah, I like it. But uh, yeah, Love I was that. surprised that they gave him the, the 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 dub with him barely coming in, unless he's like mm-hmm. injured again. Who knows? That was a hard hit and triple threat. So again, I I definitely tell you to go back and watch that. But yeah, let's get to the gravy right here. <clears throat> you ready? Oh yeah. All right. Well, L.A. Knight. No, oh, 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 the real gravy. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, the gravy, gravy train. train yeah. <laughs> Eli. Ava Rain is the newest branch to sprout from the roots of the schism, schism tree. Yeah. I can say now. Yeah, that, the schism tree. Yeah, man. Yes, it's true, and I'm sure you've seen her face and footage uh, all over social media this week. Ava Rain, a.k.a. the daughter of the most electrifying man in sports entertainment and the DC Universe, most recently, The Rock has finally made her NXT TV debut. Um, She was the hoodie-wearing individual I've been speaking about Mm -hmm. that's been passing out these smiley face pins. Um, A lot of people thought it was another 
I can't remember the. There was another uh, woman that a lot uh, on the women's division that they thought it was supposed to be someone that they signed, but they changed her name recently. I think oh, okay. They recently patented or trademarked her name actually too. But this is a nice surprise because we did hear about her signing her in the PC. Yeah, a- Ava Rain. Her wanting to not be the pebble. We had a whole episode about that. You know what I mean? But that was so long ago, right? And then very true. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, the pebble. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, how do you forget, bro? What do you mean? What you, what you talking, bro? You, you know how many episodes we got in the can, fam? I don't know. You tell me. Uh, I'm, I'm, I guess we're on like 221 now. 230? <laughs> 240, Lance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, it was good to see that she's actually, you know, because we see a lot or hear a lot, but we never see some people or maybe they're worked in somewhere else in a different sort of. And then plus the fact that there was a lot of uh, women that came in with the uh, the breakout tournament for the women this year, too. It was like yeah, very faces true. Very true, yeah. with the with the Dusty Classic as well for, uh, you know, kind of meshed up teams. And, you know, even right now we got mm-hmm. like Nikita Lyons and, and the Last Legends and, and you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. All these names that sound like they're porn names. Because like, <laughs> I didn't realize JC is just J-A-C-Y. Bro. I'm like, what? Bro, yeah. There's not even a Y or E in that bitch? JC Jane. All right. Yeah. Do what you want. Gang, gang. <laughs> Road Dog's like, come on, man. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. Anyways, uh, segment starts <laughs> as we see uh, not three, but four members of Schism walking out all with these Big smiley face masks on. Uh, all have something different written on them. Hers in question has a bunch of question marks. Mm-hmm. There was one that said like Wrath and another one I think it said like Revenge or something like that. Oh, okay. I think Gacy's just said Joe. But I couldn't, I was low-key thinking, I'm like, or, I'm Joe. Or, 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 but the, the way it was is they were glowing the dark ink, right? So it would, uh, only, okay. it would only show during the entrance. Hmm. I was like, yo, is that a firefly? That's, not, that's not a bad presentation. Is that a fucking firefly? Mm. I hope not. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, I don't like that. I, I don't. I don't. I really don't want them part of anything. Nope. with Bray. I just it doesn't make sense. Nope. To... <sighs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that's not gonna do him any good. My, my bad. Go ahead. But yeah, he uh, he starts. Then you know he takes his uh, Joe, Gacy takes his mask off first. He says, "Pride and arrogance are commonplace in NXT, and, and people need to understand that togetherness is the greatest accomplishment. And our mission statement is clear." You must remove your mask and join the schism or be torn down. Fowler then removes his mask and says, NXT is a den full of selfishness and greed. We hear your comments towards us, but we understand it's only a reflection of your own shortcomings. Only by coming together will the system wake up, and you must water the roots and more roots will grow, but allow them to dry out, then so will all hope. Hmm. Jagger Reed removes his mask, and so, uh, let me add that there's a platform behind Gacy, so it's kind of like there's there's him, and then it's the two that are on a level above him, and then the the mystery members on the the middle, but also the highest. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So, uh, Jagger uh, takes his mask off. Jagger. Yeah. J- uh, J- Jagger bends. I love you, bro. I was like, he ain't gonna get it. In the tuck. But uh, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he removes his mask and says uh, that wrath is a manipulative, emotional state. Uncontrolled negativity affects both the personal and social well being. To be truly healthy, you must learn to control it and that learn that anger divides, pain brings pain, but love brings love. 
and the schism only builds stronger together as a unit. Gacy then tells the hooded figure to take the next step. In order to sit underneath the schism's tree, they must reveal their true self. But remember, once you do, there's no going back. The hooded individual steps down from the platform and zips down the hoodie to reveal that she's a woman. She slowly takes the mask off to reveal herself, and she starts to speak. The pebble. The love and pebbles. No. <laughs> and the crystals. Uh, <laughs> it's just really about the pebble, guys. That's pretty what it is. It's, it's all about the reveal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the love and acceptance that the schism has given me defies any preconceived notions of who I'm supposed to be. I was like, that is actually a really good way to go with it because there's a lot of people, you know, the pebble. Oh, you're the rock's daughter. There's yeah. all this expectancy and all this, you know, like uh, looming uh, uh, microscope, you know, even. Yeah, because of the legacy that ex- must be automatically it ha- carried on. It has to be genetic. Yeah, all this mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah, so it's the, the pressure, all that, you know what I mean? So I thought this this was a good look. You know, so that was the opening sentence. She says, this family completes me. I am Ava Rain. As all four join in on a group hug, and Gacy says, all four hearts beat together in harmony as four roots but one tree. As I wrote, they all throw up the peace sign like they're the bloodline. <laughs> we the twos. <laughs> Or, or like as if FTR had a crew. Oh, fuck, you're right. I don't know why I didn't think of it. I mean, it's just the way that they all did it at the same time was like, yeah, you know what it is? Oh, no. Ha-ha. Day two. Yeah. Day two. Schism ish. Tree Award winners. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that was uh, that was NXT. I see. I see, man. That uh, Yeah, I did. The big ticket, obviously, like you said, is what you talked about with, uh, you know, is it Simone Johnson is the shoot name? Simone, oh, <laughs> Simone Holmes, the right? king of the segways, just just lay, hit me with all of you. Thank you, sir. Wow, that sounds good. Well, uh, right uh, as you said, we'll segue right into word my review. AE Dub Dynamite. We kick it off with a tag team match: we the did. JAS versus the BCC. Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta and Claudio Castagnoli. Claudio was pissed. He really was. Uh, Regal joins commentary during BB, uh, the BCC's uh, entrance before Jericho starts the match by flipping off the crowd. Yep. Uh, at one point, Regal calls Claudio, quote, the ultimate competitor. That was a really cool nickname. Uh, I'm going to do the spots yeah. per usual. Hager distracts Claudio while Jericho hits a triangle dropkick. At one point, Garcia locks in a rear naked choke on Claudio. For the BCC, we see a double big boot. I haven't seen that since the days of Hogan and Edge. Uh, stereo hammer and uh, anvil uh, elbows. We get a... Uh, Uppercut German suplex combo. Uh, Claudio actually counters a rear naked choke by deadlifting Garcia into a stalling suplex. Uh, Claudio counters a code breaker in walls of Jericho that hits a very European uppercut. And uh, then we get a diving splash and judgment slam by Yuta and as well as an assisted uh, tornado DDT by uh, the BCC. Uh, we see a breakdown where Jericho escapes a neutralizer and counters the uh, springboard uppercut by hitting Claudio with a midair codebreaker. Yuta breaks the pin and takes out Garcia and the JAS on the floor with a tope con hilo. Uh, Jericho has Floyd the bat behind the ref's back and uh, rushes Claudio gets powerbombed instead before Garcia charges in only to get caught in an airplane spin while Castagnoli delivers the swing to Jericho at the same time. Claudio takes out Hager with a cannonball senton from the apron, clotheslines Daddy Magic, foot stomps Garcia and uppercuts Cool Hand Ange into the rail before returning to the ring and hitting the neutralizer on Jericho for the win. Really uh, kind of old school Claudio, I'm coming in to wreck shit 
you know, uh, on a, on a he, he was on. He was on. And, and I'm surprised that he, he hit the, the airplane swing again. Twi- yeah. Uh, so, so uh, he, should, he should keep that one in the tuck. You don't need to hit that every tag. Has he done that before? He, he did it to, um, I think it was Private Party. Oh, okay. Is that when uh, him and Mox? It was, that yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was on a um, rampage. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, after that, we got Brian, uh, Brian Danielson is actually in the gorilla position with Renee. Tells her he's frustrated about losing to Jericho weeks ago, about Garcia turning on him, and for Yuta talking back to him during their interview last week. Says he has no problems with Sammy Guevara, but wants to take his frustrations out on his smug face as Wheeler walks back through the tunnel. Wheeler steps up to Brian and says, hey, he's glad he's finally angry. Then kind of throws his victory uh, over JAS in his face before telling him he's not a kid, he's a grown-ass man, which incites a shoving match I was just going to say that. Because I, I, I missed that part. I was about to say, I'm like, talk back. Like, bro, we're, we're men. Yeah, it's like he can't have a difference of opinion, you know. I mean, while while you're giving Garcia's flowers after he hey, hits you in the face with the ROH title, look in a crew like that, he quickly he made quick work of the "I told you so" and, and made it more about yo, you should have seen that coming. Like you need to be on your p's and q's. Like you know what I mean? I agree. Which I, agree. I think is just yo, man. Cut your losses and sharpen your sword because that, that's just what it is at this point. Yeah, yeah. You can, he's basically telling you he looks stupid. Like, hanging and, and, on and, to this whole... and he looking past him. He, and it's like, he's like, because he's like, yo, he just fucking did that shit to you and you still complimenting this yeah, dude? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, so, yeah, you know, he uh, this incites a shoving match between the two. Claudio and Regal get in the middle of him. Uh, Claudio reminds him he just pinned the ROH World Champ. Compliments Yuta's performance and wishes him a happy birthday before encouraging Brian to beat Sammy so afterwards they can all sit down and solve the situation like adults. Uh, we get a vignette of the Elite. Uh, again, basically, to summarize it is, you know, it's their mission statement, why they came to AEW, what they plan to do. But then it's showing different things where it's like, you know, them doing a pose or something that you remember in his the short history of AEW. And then it kind of like they get erased. Like it's on some like um, Avengers uh, Thanos shit, but like their version of it, you know. So, um, uh, you know, it's a very, very interesting, you know, because like we said, they barely got brought up last week on commentary for the first time in a few weeks. So uh, this leads to a backstage segment. JAS, they're livid following the loss with Garcia calling the BCC the Blackpool Cheater Club. And Jericho says he can't believe Claudio would accept a victory when there was a foreign object in the middle of the ring, despite the fact that he brought the bat inside the ring. Uh, he updates his destruction of former ROH World Champions mission by including all championship divisions now, and then issues an open challenge for any former ROH champion at net, net, uh, next week's Dynamite. Uh, he vows to get revenge on Claudio. Sammy then comes in. He says he's going to put on a show like no one's ever seen against Brian Danielson and vows to beat him, uh, beat his ass for a second time as a birthday gift to Yuta because he did pin Brian in that uh, tag team match, I think. But, but did he beat his ass, though? No, but, you know, that's how he talks. Yeah, he talks like he's from New York, but he's not. Yeah, he, he talks big. Uh, number one contendership <laughs> match, Swerve in Our Glory versus FTR. This was a good match except for two botches. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, one, but you know, one I can compliment the how yeah, hundred percent back. Yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, but yeah, we get a uh, Gun Club is shown trolling FTR in costume in the front row during yeah, I didn't the entrance. Get, I didn't get the long Triple H ass hair. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, uh, and the claim to Billy Gunn enter on the ramp with folding chairs to watch the match. Uh, Swerve uh, he hits a basement head scissors to Cash. Lee blocks a big rig attempt and hits FTR with a leapfrog drop down crossbody combo. Uh, we see an assisted Grizzly Magnum on Cash diving uppercut to Cash's neck by Swerve. Pop up rolling elbow in Zaguri combo to Cash by Swerve in the glory. And then FTR uh, we see a back body drop by Cash. You then hot, hot tags Dak. 
Dax, and we see a German suplex by Dax. A powerbomb and Snapdragon suplex combo as well. I forgot uh, he'd be pulling out that Snapdragon, yeah, bro. definitely. Maybe, maybe, he doesn't maybe, do it as much as he used to. I think maybe because of, you think uh, when Omega comes back, he can't be doing it. I mean, because uh, like, even he hit the super kick, but they got to call it a thrust he, kick. But the thing is, he pins it. Yeah, that and, bridge and, was and, nice. And, and Kenny doesn't. It's just yeah, it's, yeah, he don't do the snap drag. He does an actual dragon yeah, suplex. Yeah, That's yeah. true. You know, it's like a release almost. But so. but you notice that they called a thrust kick yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Anything anytime the Bucks don't do super kick or, or anyone from the elite don't do super kick, uh or Anyone who's yeah. not in the elite does a super yeah, it's kick. Yeah, it's a thrust it's kick. A thrust kick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we see Swerve Floor, uh, Dax with a pump kick from the apron that hits uh, Cass with that uh, electric chair sit out powerbomb with Lee for a near fall, which they stole from Evil Uno and Stu. Yep. Uh, Cass escapes a powerbomb stomp uh, with a Frankensteiner to Lee before Dax blocks Swerve's stomp and deadlifts him into an eventual slingshot Liger bomb for two. Lee hits a pounce before FDR managed a powerplex. Uh, you know, obviously, we didn't get all that frog splash. Uh, and they hit the big rig only for Swerve Not, to interrupt the pin and uh, whip Cash into the guardrail closest to Gun uh, Gun Club. I don't know. Well, yeah, why, I don't know why he turned over like that. It was so weird. I think maybe he thought he had more time to, like, feed to the frog splash, you know, but that's not how the move is. It's immediate. You know what I mean? Uh, Lee charges Dax with a forearm smash, but accidentally hits Strickland on the apron, but Swerve bounces back quickly with a low blow to Harwood. Gun Club restrained Cash from behind on the guardrail behind the ref's back as Lee unknowingly takes advantage of the low blow by hitting the BBC for the win. Post-match, Gun Club uh, hopped the rail and attack FTR, but the, the acclaimed ability run them off before any major damage is done. So... Uh, then we got. Sur- it, yeah, this, this was an interesting night for. Don- I, 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 I didn't see anything after this. Well, I saw the MJF segment, mm-hmm. but after that, I didn't see anything. All I saw was the ending of the uh, Penta Moxley match, like oh, the post match okay. stuff. I gotcha. saw all that, but I didn't even see the match. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, Soraya backstage segment. Renee and Soraya, uh, you know, they gush over being together again when they're interrupted by Britt. Quickly turns into a shouting match until Paquette stops the melee and tells them how insane this has gotten between them and advises they speak on the situation properly, perhaps suggesting a sit-down interview for next week, which does get advertised later on. So uh, not a bad way to uh, set that up. MJF on stage segment. He eats up the crowd response, uh, calls Renee ravishing Renee, who had all the disgusting pores want to lay. <laughs> asks yeah. how he feels. Uh, he's asked how he feels about his uh, upcoming title match at Full Gear. He takes the mic from Renee and mocks Mox's walk and talk. Says Mox is mid with all due respect and tells her to shut her mouth. Says he meant every word of his promo last week, then went, uh, but might have been went overboard when he claimed to wrestle a clean match. Clarifies he meant relatively clean, but he's still MJF. Calls Regal's claim that he can't beat Mox without his dynamite ring complete BS and promises not to use it at full gear because he doesn't need it. At full gear, he says he won't be fighting Mox or Regal. He'll be fighting every scumbag who said he has, he was not good enough. Vows to become the next AEW champ of the world. He's a generational talent. And then he gets interrupted by Stokely, who vaguely promises not to touch Mox before MGF smacks his mic away. Uh, tells Stokely he's gotten too comfortable due to their long history, but gives him a pass. Tells him if Mox wins tonight, it's imperative that he's 110% at full gear to dead all excuses once he beats him and warns him to leave him alone or he'll be fired. Stokely smiles and pats MGF on the back to show he understands. Then he leaves to let him finish his catchphrase. Not bad. Uh, not as long as a, a normal MJF uh, seg for sure. But I mean, definitely playing way more face though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Taven versus Wardlow vignette. That's all I got. Uh, then we get Sam. Yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it was good, but I I, I wasn't going to write all that down. Uh, Sammy Guevara, I would say, Melo uh, taking on Brian Danielson. Uh, Sammy, he gets an immediate jumping knee strike. He hits a early Sammy cutter for two. Uh, he counters a apron knee smash with a rising knee strike of his own, then hits a nice aside moonsault from the top rope and then poses. Uh, and then at one point distracts the ref while Tay uses the middle rope to choke Brian and then mocks Brian's corner drop kicks and yes kicks. But Brian, he does counter uh, a uh, backflip drop kick combo with a Romero special. Uh, he gets the uh, corner body kicks, backflip comeback as well, suicide dive and uh, diving shotgun drop kick. Uh, he initiates the yes kicks, but Sammy counters with a uh, rebound Spanish fly for two, then manages to backflip out of an avalanche back suplex, but Brian counters a standing shooting star press with a label lock, but Guevara does get the rope break. Sammy hits an avalanche Spanish fly, then goes for the GTH, but Brian counters with a poison Rana and hits the bazooka knee smash. He kicks Sammy's face and then applies a triangle hold while delivering elbows to his head and uh, gets the referee stoppage for the win. Not a bad match. Definitely good for uh, him to get that uh, frustration going. And uh, Sammy can lose to a Brian Well, I think so. people were uh, like, well, let's just see him get elbowed in the face since he can't get fired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Not that I feel that way. I'm just saying because I yeah. know people are upset, still upset about the, the way the Andrade thing was handled. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. Uh, we get a Ray Phoenix and Alex Abrihantes uh, backstage segment. Phoenix comments on the main event, saying his brother will surely be a double champion, then admits any member of Death Triangle is capable of being a double champion, and begins to set his sights on the All-Atlantic title when he's interrupted by Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. Cage reminds him that Lucha is gunning for anyone with the title, and he's been beating competition for weeks, including Jungle Boy, who actually Phoenix has lost to, and then argues that he deserves a title shot first. Cassidy then strolls in, interrupts, and just faces the camera with his belt and simply says, hey, you guys talking about me? <laughs> and then he raises the towel and he goes, you guys talking about this? And then he goes, next week, let's do this. And just walks away. So that would set up a three-way next week on Dynamite Gosh. for the title. Yeah. I mean, to me, it was funny, but the crowd definitely did not did not react. So it made me think, like, was this a, a pre-tape? Because I I would – the way he came in made me laugh. Like, <laughs> like, like it's totally – hey, <laughs> you guys talking – not looking at yeah, either one of them. You guys just talking going, shit You guys over talking there? about me. You guys – is that who's – am, am I the one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like uh, John Silver when he's defending the BTE belt. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, dude. Uh, see, uh, Jamie uh, Hayter uh, with Team DMD taking on Rio. Uh, this is a fun match. Uh, uh, Baker pulls Rio's leg in front of the ref, but doesn't get ejected. I don't know why. But we do see Jamie hit a uh, release back suplex on the apron. A pair of snap suplex style jackhammers. And what I mean by that is she go, she sets it up like she's you know doing a quick snap suplex, but she turns you know into oh, the shit. power slam. You know what I mean? So it's, so it's like a snap jackhammer. Yeah, snaps. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. You go, yeah. Uh, and then she distracts the ref while Britt chokes Rio with her foot on the floor against the rail at one point. Uh, Rio, though, she bridges up out of a pin attempt and hits a tilt-a-whirl head scissors, uh, hits the diving crossbody to hate her on the floor, uh, and then has a, a cartwheel dropkick combo as well as a Casador jumping foot stomp. Uh, we see Rio hit the tiger faint kick or go for it, but it gets blocked, And but she manages to hit a northern light suplex for two. Hater rolls through a diving crossbody and hits a nice... Very nice brain buster for a near fall. Rio escapes the ripcord lariat and hits a mid-rope diving Frankensteiner, then a co-red for a near fall. Uh, then Hater avoids a diving stop and hits a Uranagi backbreaker, but Rio uh, then responds with a Snapdragon. <laughs> Snapdragon, that's how I was like thinking. Maybe Kenny is coming back. Oh, did you hear, by the way, Elite was backstage at this uh, uh, this episode of uh, Dynamite. So I mean, I think, I think what I was telling you off uh, mic, too, is like, well, they, they just announced that they're coming back to, law, to uh, L.A. Yeah. So... 
Yeah, I moved them tickets. I would uh, think so. Right. Hater avoids a Rio's basement knee smash and then hits a running boot before nailing the ripcord lariat for the win. Post match, Tony Storm's music interrupts Team DMD's celebration and she just uh, enters on the ramp and uh, kind of waves at him like, hey, you know, forgot about me, you know, kind of way, and then shows off her woman's title. And I was just going to sprinkle in, um, it's, I don't know if you heard about this, but she's kind of been frustrated with the whole interim thing. I don't know if it's a storyline or, or whatever, but she told Bleacher Report, quote, I guess my first thing would be to beat Thunder Rosa and stop this interim nonsense. That's kind of what's been bothering me. I think that's been bothering a lot of people because she's still calling herself the AEW Women's World Champion. And I'm the one here every week doing the work. I mean, didn't she have to relinquish the title? Yeah. And, then and, you're not champion. Right. You know, I mean, I get what like, you say. I get, I get no you, one beat, beat me you. for this. Yeah, you know but, what I mean? but that doesn't mean you. Or I'm the unbeaten, blah blah blah. Champ, but yeah, but you couldn't defend it because you're you're unable to physically. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean that you get to still be champion. I, I agree. Uh, we get an Eddie Kingston backstage segment, which really wasn't much. Renee asked Eddie, you know, how he is. I guess uh, there were friends that were concerned over his recent behavior and rampage last week. He says he's wonderful, but he'd rather talk about Mox's match tonight. Admits Penta is a friend of his, but believes John will take it, but it's going to be hard. And then tells his concerned peers to just leave him alone. But to be honest, it was a lot of nothing. It just seemed like. Yeah, I don't know if you saw. There was a segment where he was supposed to be doing like a backstage thing with uh, Ortiz where like he was there and he was like wondering why he was there. Mm. And then like, uh, I, f- I don't remember who it was. It may have been Mar- Marvez or somebody else, but they were like, Oh, um, Ortiz uh, had, uh, has uh, requested this time for you and Eddie. And he, and he was like, uh, okay. Like thinking, you know, not really knowing what it was. And then all of a sudden it was like Phoenix was there and, and uh, Alex and I think Penta was there too. Mm. And like, uh, they all were like, intervention style trying to say like oh his temper is getting him in trouble type type shit mm, yeah okay. wow okay that makes sense then yeah uh we get a uh, vignette oh, I, th- uh, I thought it was pretty good uh it's a two-parter though it's darby allen jay lethal uh darby allen notes sting has been absent lately and then tells a story about uh telling sting he's not happy with where he's going and who he is and wants to disappear but sting reminded him exactly who he is and said well if that's true then uh you need to let me prove myself by myself and then he brings up the alleged old friend that sanjay mentioned last week who knows his weakness but confesses his weaknesses himself as he has no safety net or comfort zone uh he says he dares the old friend to come to dynamite next week to tell him what his weakness is to his face and then we switch over to lethal uh lethal wants darby to worry more about their match and less about the old friend because he's in for a rude awakening uh sanjay says if darby really wants to, uh to confront the old friend face to face next week that's exactly what he's gonna get so uh, hmm. i am it's interested to see who that is because um i'm trying to think beyond like swerve who are people Brody? maybe that might be yeah that, that, that's not bad because we haven't seen him in a while as well yeah uh, and then we uh, we have match announcements uh, for Rampage. Claudio and Wheeler taking on uh, 2.0. Uh, we got Madison Rain taking on Tay Mello. Uh, Wardlow defending his uh, TNT championship against the Kingdom's Matt Taven. And then for Dynamite, Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal. And then uh, we have the Daddy-Ass Birthday Bash, apparently, for next thir- uh, next Wednesday as well. Uh, and then we have the three-way for the All-Atlantic Championship. Orange Cassidy defending against Luchasaurus and Ray Phoenix. Uh, and then Soraya and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, sitting down with Ray, uh, Renee Paquette. And Chris Jericho will take on a former ROH champion of some sort. Uh, it's Noop Sabot for now. So we don't know who it's um, going to be. I'm surprised that Phoenix would want to do a match with Luchasaurus. Yeah. I'm like, nah, dude. Sorry. Yeah. 
I, you're not safe. <laughs> and right now, you're healed. Mm-hmm. I really don't trust you. <laughs> you put people through tables left and right, bro. You're like, what, Christian's going to save me? Oh, uh, no, no. Christian doesn't even He's speak got one Spanish. arm. <laughs> yeah, he has one arm. He can't even hold you back. Oh, man. Not even then, Jungle Boy could hold his man back. What, what word? Uh, we come to the main event. Oh, I'm sorry. It's time. Also, oh, oh, my bad. Who, who's facing 2.0? Uh, it's uh, Claudio and, and Wheeler. Oh, okay. I bet. Yeah. Appear to be sports entertainers. 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 Uh, we get the world title match. Uh, Penta El Zero Miedo taking on John Moxley, reigning champ. Penta gets an early super kick. I'm sorry, thrust kick. And uh, Topi <laughs> Conhilo uh, snaps suplex on the floor. He does that leap over backstabber and sling blade. And he does get that sacrifice arm breaker as well. Mm. Mox uh, gets the, a uh, uncharacteristic rebound overhead belly to belly. It sends him, uh, what's the name, uh, Penta into the corner. Yeah, he be getting a suplex on uh, yeah, from time to time. Definitely. Uh, hits a nice cutter as well as a stuffed pile driver. Gets a cross face in and some hammer and elbow, uh, anvil elbows. Uh, he does get a bully choke, although uh, you know he does uh, escape, and he does escape a first attempt at the sacrifice and starts kicking Penta's face in. Uh, after battling on the apron, Penta attempts a destroyer on the outside, but Mox counters with a DDT on the still steps. Uh, Mox hits a King Kong lariat. They were really trying to like sell that because you mm-hmm. know obviously it injured Paige, so he kept going for clotheslines, and they were like, "Oh, he's got that scouted." And Taz is like, "Oh, I bet Hangman's at home, just like you know." having a hard time watching that type of Shut thing, you know? Yeah. And up. so much that when he hit it, it was a very near fall. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. But uh, Penta bounces back with a tree of woe foot stomp and hits the fear factor for a very near fall. He dropped him on his head, to be honest with you. See, you know, the thing about that is now they're going to have to have him come back and knock somebody the fuck out with a buckshot, right? I, I'm guessing, yeah. Because <laughs> we'll, we'll like, see. oh, oh, you're, oh your my, clothesline my is King worse Kong. than mine. Yeah, my yeah. King Kong is, is more... It, Buckshot versus King Kong. That's yeah. crazy, yeah. Penta goes for a uh, mm. springboard attack, but Mox meets him with a kick to the stomach and drills him with a paradigm shift and holds on yeah, to did. the uh, butterfly and rolls through with it, hitting a Death Rider for the win. Uh, the firm immediately jump Mox after the win. Stokely makes his way down the ramp. Security pours out on oh, the— Oh, you forgot, uh, yeah, you forgot to talk about how he interrupted um, Stokely did during what? during the MJF— uh, no, I, I, no, I brought him up. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of summarized that whole thing. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. But uh, yeah, because yeah, he told him don't you know he'd be fired if unless yeah you know, if, if he didn't leave him alone. Uh, but yeah, the firm jumped Mox immediately uh, after the uh, match, and then uh, security pours out, only to be cut off and beat down once entering the ring. As the uh, you know the live camera shows, the BCC locker room door has been chained shut, preventing any sign of Calvary. Uh, oh, and- okay, I didn't see that part because I was wondering, I'm like, dude, how come no one's coming down to save Mox? Because they were. The thing is, it was poorly done because Marvez was there with some jabron backstage guy trying to act like he's trying you know, to. It's oh, like, hey, to... um, you, I'll be right back. I'll try to find. You know, and it was just like that. That was not. You didn't pick the right guys for this. You know what I mean? But it's like <laughs> the, you know, the commentary were trying. Oh, remember earlier on they said they were going to be having a conversation. You know, um, you know, behind closed doors, yeah, yeah, exactly type of thing. Oh so, uh, MJF shows my up on the ramp, God. conflicted as his true nature battles with him wanting Mox to be 110% for full gear. He ultimately does join the party. MJF shoves everyone off of Mox and fires Stokely to his face when he's blindsided by a boot from Ethan Page. Stokely directs traffic and joins in as the firm stomp out MJF, and then Page hits the Eagles' edge. Uh, MJF tries to fight back but gets choke slammed through the timekeeper's table by Morrissey to end the show. And that was uh, AW Dynamite. And, uh, yeah, I mean, very interesting. Uh, makes you wonder what's going to happen even more so. I, I was yeah. just overall surprised that they went off the air doing something like that with someone that would be considered one of their top guys. Yeah. 
getting that beat down because they usually haven't done that before. Yeah, everyone's so protected. Mo- like the, Mox has gotten beat down by MJF during their very first feud, right? That yeah. whole thing. But and then you'll see like MJF in her circle beat down Mox a couple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, but it's like you hardly see MJF that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah. are they really about to turn this full of super face? You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, because because where they go from here, I hope they don't make them team up. That's what's ne- funny. A lot of people week. have been saying like since All Out, it's it, you know an MGF return. It was like a double turn. You know, like yeah. Punk is being viewed as a heel right now. Very true for some reason. You know, but then you not, also got you know. Jericho spinning that shit in the scrum too. Where yeah, he, he voiced like vocally and made it yeah, know, yeah known that he he wanted to see him like be a, a face too. But it's like he's just good. Yeah. I hear he's, he's fighting really it, good. though. I mean, even Meltzer's n- noted it that it's not something he wants to do, but he was eating up that well, I crowd. I mean, he doesn't have to change anything. Yeah. No, he. that's the thing. He I think just it's, do what it's, he does. I think it's just really like, oh, lovable MJF. Like that, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you always expect him to be MJF, but you yeah. always hope he does the right thing. You know? Yeah. Pe- people could still cheer. I mean, it's just about who he does what he does to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like who his target is. Because he can do the same thing to someone as a heel. And that, it's like, that's true. It, you know what I mean? And and, and it, he just he's just one upping them and making them look dumb. But if he doesn't do a face, he you know he's an asshole. You know what yeah. I mean? So or I'm and I don't know when you're good on the mic, yeah. you're a good heel. It's undeniable, especially yeah. for like pure wrestling fans. Yeah. And that's why NXT is such a fun place, especially when you go there for live events. Very true. Is because you can enjoy like the Bobby Roods and the Andrades and yeah. um, you know. The Samoa Joe's when he was here, you know what I mean? Like you could get into those guys because the you know F- the the, the, the revivals. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's a really good example. You can't deny it. It's like, yeah, DIY is good, but they're only as good as FTR is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it takes two to tango and like there are any matches they were in, you know? Fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so and, and especially the whole in Canada. You know, we got our 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 respective um, submissions on. I we're trying to hold each other, Dude, stop each other from tapping. Such, such like, a classic, yeah. yeah. You know, what such I mean? a classic imagery but, but from that match. Yeah. It, but you love it because you're like they're so good at the. Oh, they're about to get the hot take. God damn, these guys. They, they, this this dude literally went underneath the ring, crawled underneath just to get on the other side and pull Gargano off. Bruh, the, I bruh. Can't be, you know, you, you talk you talk yeah. about the live events. Yeah. Remember, it was supposed to be DIY, like like uh, FT or Revival. They were hurt and they couldn't even face them yeah, in the yeah. tournament for the Dusty Classic. But what they do at a live event, they're underneath the ring. Oh, that's and then right. they're in the yeah. I forgot who they were facing, but they were facing uh, was oh it was undisputed. They were facing Kyle and Bobby. That's right. Yeah, and then they were about to uh, DIY was about to like win, and all of a sudden. Top guys come at it from underneath the ring and cost them the match. Like, yeah, that's yeah. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> classic. But, but you're like classic. Dude. I can't be mad. You're being characteristically you. FTR. You're yeah, doing yeah, you, like you're, so. you're you're you. And so like I don't know. That's why even the match that they had, it was mm. like it was great. They had a great match with. Uh, it's with, like when with, the Rock turned heel. You know. Yeah. He, he still had people laughing. All yeah. the time because he's still don't, don't, inter- don't he's still entertaining. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's so good you can't help it. And then the fact that he's self aware and he makes it, he's still even though he's still jabbing at you, he's still making you part of the show. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like MJF can still do what he does. Like this is the reason why I say he can still do what he does. He can face a heel, and then hit a low blow behind the ref's back, and people would cheer. Right. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. Have to, he doesn't have to change anything. 
I I mean, I feel like I mean they're going to the like you said, it's gonna be Newark, New Jersey area. Yeah. That's that's not Mock's country, you know what I mean? And it's and not, maybe he could finally not, take that fishing trip. It's not my, my, now that Renee yeah, just got the job. Cool, I'll stay home with the baby, babe. <laughs> you know what sucks about that is like the people, whoever he was gonna go with, they're like, dude, I got the days off confirmed. God damn it! <laughs> can, can you imagine? They're like, man, that, going going or, back up the Red Rock, or, or, or what's gonna, gonna go? It's what, gonna go up the Red Rock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or imagine the fish they were gonna get is out of season now. Go, gonna go fishing for bacon, bacon, babe. Oh man. Over at the Red Rock, <laughs> but you know that is uh, AEW Dynamite, man. No, nah, I t- yeah, I got to catch the rest of that the, the second hour. I caught that first hour clean. Um, the yeah. second hour seemed real interesting. Some stuff I could do without. I mean, I don't know why they're they're gonna put the like the belt on Orange. I guess it does. It's cool for his career, but if it looks like he's not taking it serious, and that kind of portrays on the championship too. You know what I mean? It's just tough and, because so it's, it's kind of dangerous. It's, it's his character versus the. Like you said, the legitimacy but of, he of is, the title. If this, this is the second time he's the one invoking the match in, yeah. in triple threat competition. Yeah, he, he's a fight. He's a so, fighting champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you can argue he's not a lazy champion. Yeah, he's just a lazy champion holder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's more like I, it's not. I, I'm not trying to wait for this to develop. Y'all want a match? Like I'm just trying to, you know, <laughs> yeah. almost like he's trying to get rid of the thing, right? It's like that's what's yeah. the funny thing. Hey, but I'm just so, trying to get my obligation. So you man. can't argue that he yeah. ain't with the shit. So like mm-hmm. he's low key kind of trying to elevate because he's gonna have a banger with whoever's in the match. Yeah, he, like I, I'm not gonna deny what he does. Yeah, you know what I mean. I've gotten over the the, the initial super kick shit. It's still funny when he when he manages to do it, but you know, obviously it overran it mm-hmm. for at a certain time. So Close, yeah. less is more o- over a certain point. But yeah, because when you but don't he can, see he it for can a really while, go, he can really go. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So he's got crowd control. That's really what it is. Yeah, so that's you, you got to you got give the people what they want. Oh, of course, absolutely, yeah. dude. But but yeah, that's the show. Um, I mean, anything else you want to add about the no anything no. maybe from NXT I, that you? I mean, obviously the Ava Rain thing is going to be yeah. I, I mean, probably the, the talk of the town for the next couple of weeks. Is people are going to be really, really looking at, at yeah, what's yeah, going to happen with the microscope for sure. One hundred percent. I mean, it was definitely an interesting, um, interesting week in wrestling. I'll say. I agree, but uh, you know, I agree. Yeah, if we had more time, because we've been going for a minute, and um, I got to get ready to get that bacon. We don't talk about the bacon. That's that's rule number one about club. Shoot bacon. job, bro. First of all, n- rule number one about bacon club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about shoot shoot job club. We don't talk mm-hmm. about the shoot job club, mm-hmm. right? We will talk about what? Uh, that's right. Donuts. <laughs> Pass the vibe check. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, shout out to y'all for always doing what y'all do. That's following us and doing what we do. Whether it's Russell Wednesdays, whether it's dropping a new album, maybe we're dropping a new episode like this one here. Uh, check us out, man, and tap in, dude. Always uh, at uh, you know the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, mm-hmm. at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, and mm-hmm. uh, backslash the Quincy Jones Show. Also on TikTok as well as Facebook, man. Uh, merch going crazy. Let me know, man. Pocket tees, uh, you know, it's it's you know they it's just a little something, a little simple show. Show a little bit of support. Not here to rob y'all, man. Or ten dollars a shirt, bro. That, that's all what it is. I mean, it's, yeah. Got got a little XL, some L, some L, some some mediums for the ladies. If y'all, you know, I just like that that breast pocket storage. You can put it's your pocket, yeah. And I ain't gonna ask you what you want to do with that pocket, Mm-mm. but it's my pocket to give to you, and now it's your pocket. Yeah. So let now us know. We, now we in pocket, baby. and now yeah, you know, <laughs> there we go. You know what I'm saying? And then also tapping with myself, you know, the Quincy Jones Show album out now, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Mercy video out now, King video out now. Uh, 
I mean, all the above. Yeah, I mean, Smashing. check out. Got Strange, a couple of freestyle. I, man, there's some freestyles that we did that we didn't get the re- re- uh, release. I've been thinking on my way. May just have to clean them up and just drive a little couple of exclusives. Because there was a couple that we did, like, kind of building up towards the album, too. I got the yeah. scene green. Mm-hmm. Got the up. Yeah, the up, yeah, that up is overdue to get dropped. Yeah, that, sure. one, that, one, that was like from yeah, SummerSlam last year. Yeah. yeah, stay tuned, stay tuned. Yeah, stay yeah, tuned. we might might have to throw yeah. that on. Throw that Shit, on I just seen my grill. icon freestyle was two, is two years old now. I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that don't feel like that that old. You know, what you mean? may so. have to make me one of them type, type videos for that uh, Quincy Cooks, man. Yeah, for real. The imagery, yeah. The, 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 the details are crucial. <laughs> <It's crazy. laughs> I knew you was going for it. I got two rules. The first one, <laughs> details cru- crucial. Never, never said that second one. Ever. Second one. Never said that Shh. second one. <laughs> the details. <laughs> it's too second crucial. It's too d- crucial. Ditto. It's too. Uh, it's too crucial right now. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, you you already know yeah. what time it is, man. Yep. You know, while you're checking out Quincy Jones Show, the project, go ahead and check out the other hosts of the Quincy Jones Show, uh, the podcast. That'd be me, D O C L U S N A R. There, right? R in that yep. search bar. Boom. Five star bars for you and yours. The selling jars and extra, you know, whatever you want to do. You know, I mean, for gas from here to Mars. I mean, you know, and gas. I'll take you from here to Mars. But you know what it is. Check out this is awesome. My latest project as well as audio visual or any other singles. Got on any, yeah, uh, you yeah. know. I mean, most notably, notably, I would say Spotify, easy place to find all things having to do with my music. But uh, check out any major platform, you'll see it. Uh, you know, that uh, this is awesome album, obviously, featuring the world's greatest tag team partner, Quincy Jones. Go, hey. uh, my main uh, I Ellis, the artist, and of course, the uh, icon of Nerdcore himself, man, Mega Ram, man. And uh, yeah, go ahead and check me out on uh, social media at Doc Lesnar uh, and then at Doc underscore KGS pod for all things having to do with this podcast. You already heard the man, hashtag Wrestling Wednesdays, tag in get that community going and then uh check out uh at lesners underscore lots it's lesners underscore lots uh that's for everything having to do with my mercari page where i sell autographs uh anything from uh funko pops to wrestling march wrestling pins uh micro brawlers uh figures all the above go ahead and check me out uh again uh once you get there you'll see pinned on the page are uh, my rules and regulations my uh hours of operation and uh you know how i do my transactions uh, respect me, the man respect the man you know what i'm saying other than that follow me on facebook and twitter at i'm doc lesnar other than that my yep. friend i got three words for him top, top guys, guys out, out.